welcome to a very special episode of the Where Is New Black Show. Actually, this is a bonus one because this is a show that I title Family Ties. Now, why would I call this show Family Ties? Because I'm here with my family, the Cuzzo. Hello, people out there in, in, in the podcast world. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? What's cracking over there, man? Same shit, different day. Do what it do. Word up. And politic with the family. You guys come back home, politic with the family see, and all see that. See people. Yeah. Cool. People, it's good. It's good to come back to to Clark Park and 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 see all the changes. I mean, I've been removed from this city for well over ten years, and a lot of things have changed. But then a lot of things are still the same. So you know, that's that's always something that's that's welcome. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember back in the day, back when I was still in college, it was like eons ago. I used to live not too far from where I live at right now. Uh, well, Second Baltimore. Yep. And I would walk over from where I am to come and check you out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always good to go back home, uh, see the different Vista views and everything. Like I said, I mean, you know, some things change, but then some things still stay the same, too. So that's always something that's welcome. Yeah. Yeah. And this area is a very interesting area, man. Like, it's... Yeah, yo, like, it, it really bugged me out. You know, it was intermixed back then. Uh, you know, you're talking, like, early 2000s. Uh, you know, it was intermixed back then. But now, man, I mean, it's just ballooned. It's, it, that shit is just, like, super bohemian now and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's good. And I'm not knocking that at all. You know, it's it's... It's just different how things have changed over the years. You know, it, a lot of these blocks were a lot seedier and everything. And I, like I said, it, it bugged me out to be on like 52nd Street and and see like gaggles of white people now and everything. I was like 52nd Spruce was like, oh shit, there's, there's white people around here now and everything like that. But yeah. Dude, and that corner back in the day was like known for oh. being on some other shit, especially like past like uh. once the sun went down. Mm. You know what time it was because 52nd Street was the, was the gully spot. 52nd on down, you know, you go to 60th, forget it. You know, especially on Market, yo, like no. the whole route of the um, of the L, <laughs> yeah, bananas. Market, Chestnut Street, all of the, the streets on the other side of Market Street, man, like mm-hmm. you forget it. You know, yeah. You know, I grew up with 61st and Ludlow. It was right around the corner from the move fire and all like that, man. You know. Your grandma was around there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember that. I remember just like the whole sky lit up and the cops and all that shit, man. It was crazy. <sighs> that was 85 out here, mm-hmm. man. Wilson Good doing doing this doing this thing thing. Doing doing the good thing, right? Yeah, doing the good thing. I I I, I remember the move people on the block, man. A word. Folks were passing bloods back and forth. Uh, <laughs> I, I just remember as a kid, I just remember the movie people on the block. They were, they were, I want to say weird, but I, I just <laughs> knew it was just, I just knew that there was something that was just different off about them, man. Like they used to do bug shit. They used to just like follow people and just try and like berate them down with information and everything like that. And I mean, yeah, eighty five, man. I'd be like what six. Seven, so the politics that they were breaking down, I, you know, I couldn't even wrap my mind around it, but I just remember them being like very passionate, just in most cases annoying the shit out of people. That and the smell, <laughs> the, the, the smell, like they, 
I remember always being kind of ripe, but they were in all natural. Yeah, they, they were just you know I just like, ugh, you know they they'd be they'd be in the raw, but um, they had that whole setup, all that shit like fortified like Fort Knox, and it really just it really stuck out on the block, and it was just like they'd be there like on the roof, like their bullhorns and yelling shit, just all types of crazy shit. Then that night, man, it was just like. You 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 heard commotion from outside, and and then you know watching TV, Wheel of Fortune or some shit like that, and then mm-hmm. next you know boom, you know the, you know the news comes on with it and everything. So like everybody and everybody on the block, literally just poured out and just like went up the, up them streets to try and get as as close as they could, try and get as close as they could to to see what the hell was going on, man. But it was. I mean, it was just crazy. An explosion, the noise, man, just sonic boom type shit. When the bomb hit and everything, it was just like, what the fuck? It was, it was crazy. I was know? like five, six months, so I had no recollection of that until like yeah. later on. Because mm. you know, if you live in like University City, like the move people were around here heavy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? They were around here heavy, so I would see them, like, if, if not them, like their like their crew. Uh-huh. Up around here all the time, yeah, the, yeah. the long locks, whatever, yeah. freeform locks. This, yeah. But yeah, so one day I remember watching a couple of years ago. If I wanted to go see the documentary on the move bombing, mm. I saw like YouTube clips on it. Yeah. So I'm saying like the like the younger versions of all the like the newscasters that I knew. Yeah, yeah. On TV, yeah, like yeah. the cat Vernon, yeah, uh, Vernon Odom, Vernon Odom, yeah. yeah. Yuki Washington and all them cats looking super hove and Pat Karochi. Yeah, like this, the <laughs> yeah. hair was right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it was out here in yeah. 85, yeah, man. man. Lisa Thomas Laurie. Oh, one love. Forever. Oh, love me some Lisa Thomas Laurie growing up as a kid. I was like, ooh, she's special. <laughs> man, my fave was, uh, as I grew up, was uh, Tracy Madisak. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it too, yeah. yeah. Tracy Madisak was mm-hmm. the truth, blood. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing I wanted to, to talk to you about. Cause you know you big cousin on the block, mm. you know you've seen your fair share of things, had your fair share of adventures. Yeah, the city is is definitely uh, definitely delved delved. I've delved in some definitely interesting stories and scenarios and experiences uh, throughout my twenties. It was definitely liberating. Perfect word. So, what of the, of those stories and experiences is your most liberating one? Uh, damn. Uh, it's, I did a lot of shit and shenanigans when I was younger. Mm. Um, I had to say, like, uh, my time uh, post-college, college and post-college, um, I think those were, like, the most um, liberating times for me because the high school, I, I had been in a relationship. Coming out of high school, I had been in a relationship when I was young and, and you know, puppy love and that whole thing. And... Um, uh, you know, it, it we ran for a while, but you know, then it 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 ran its course, and um, I had to move on. And being young and single life, and the school I went to, I went to art school, so like art geeks and that whole type of vibe. Um, First of all, let it be known, art geeks are like the freakiest <laughs> freaks of all time. Um, I could attest to that. Um, you know, artists who are very expressive people. And, um, you know, we use many different vehicles to express ourselves. And 
sensuality is definitely one of them. Um, I, I I had went to I had went to art school in Center City and the dorms were in Center City, so it was like right off of Broad Street, so it was ideal. And like I I had my own apartment, but more often than not, Friday nights, Saturday nights, I was I was in that dorm and doing doing a, a lot of a lot of things, doing having a lot of fun, you know, interacting with a lot of cool people and um making a lot of great memories. <laughs> but um it was cool because it was like you I, I got to interact with different uh walks of life, different people, different races, you know, different views and different perspectives. And when you take the time to communicate with a person and and build on not just a personal level, but then you could take it and build on that intimate level, then um, it broadens your horizons. You know, it broadens your perspective on a lot of things. Um, you know, uh, being, like I said, being in a structured relationship young, it was just like, okay, things, I guess things are kind of supposed to go this way and things are not supposed to go that way. And when you're single and you meet other people, it's like, okay, well, this person flips things this way and this person flips things that way. And you kind of, with experience, you kind of, start to establish your own identity and 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 know what you like or you know what you're into and and everything and and it can be very eye-opening for you mm. so let's, let's get down let's get deep man so what experiences did you have that was eye-opening like what was there ever a turning point where you had your mind set in one way and then something happened like eureka and the game changed eureka the game changed Honestly, that one, that one, I would have to have to say it was the individual that was actually close to home. Like I said, we live University City area and, and off Southwest Philly, you know, uh, Baltimore Avenue. You know, that's that's the neighborhood. The Strip, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the Strip, Baltimore Avenue. But you know, you're on 34, you're on 13, you're on 11, you you about that. Nope. Um, so I grew up, you know, in this neighborhood. We all grew up in the neighborhood, but that's where the neighborhood's where I actually got my first experience. Um and it was funny because I didn't consider this person to be someone that would even look at me remotely as that as that as a prospect. I considered her to be a, a plutonic friend. And didn't even think in, in, in the mindset that, oh, okay, she might like me or find me interesting and stuff like that. So um, I, I wasn't reading the tea leaves because, <laughs> you know, this is me being young and naive. Right. You know, then she wanted to come over and hang out. And I, at that time, when I was, I was young. It was like, I, I really fortuitous because like I had, yeah, I had, I had a whole apartment to myself. I mean, this was me like 18, 19, uh, going, you know, 20. It was it, you know, I had my own space. I had that. I had a job, and I was going to school. Um, so I was being a productive individual. She came over. She, you know, wanted to hang out, and friendly conversation led to flirting and this and that. You know, it was it was a thing. If we couldn't, I couldn't go past third base because it was that time of the month. It was in the red zone, so <laughs> it was like, okay, well, we have a rain check, and I would. I, Honestly, I was a bit taken back by it because, I mean, again, I I consider her just to be uh, a, a casual friend, platonic friend, and and 
didn't even try and, and go there with her. But when we did go there, it was like, holy shit. You know, it, 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 it was, it was like, okay, it was definitely, you know, more eye opening for me. And it's, it's not to say that I had, you know, that it was like my first time or anything like that. Cause the person, my first timer was definitely an eye opener too. I mean, she was, she was a lot older and I was 15. Uh, yep. Yeah, that I mean, I honestly should say that should be the liberating moment because I mean, she, she more or less kind of showed me the ropes, but I was like, you know, on my Padawan, you know. Um, How old was she? Um, How much older I should say? Years, years uh, I was fifteen. She was twenty-four. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, it, it shouldn't have happened, but uh, you know, she was, she was, she was, you know, real cool. It, it was one of the things where it was like, okay, she was, she was older, new in the neighborhood, older, and I was, you know, one of the young kids. She was one of the older kids, mm-hmm. and it, we had seen each other a long time, and we caught caught up, and and then one thing led to another, and then I see, you know, on New Year's Eve, the cherries broken, the cherries popped. I mean, and she she was patient. She showed me a lot. So when I got into the other, you know, my serious relationship coming out of high school it was the other person i was with wasn't as experienced so it was it was kind of just limiting i i limited my myself and and sensuality and everything like that you know i mean i was content to do it because i was happy i was in love you know then to be single and it's like okay to take you know to to take on a whole new person and in this case with her it was like okay i want to say it was like the the wolf in sheep's clothing because Again, she seemed friendly, you know, it was just, again, casual friend. But once she put it on me, it was like, oh, holy shit. You know, it was, it was like, oh, okay, this is a whole new perspective. And um, I came to realize, you know, so, you know, I was able, free to do certain things that I necessarily wouldn't do before. And it was like, okay, well, I know I like that. Or when it comes to responses, Sensual responses from a woman. It's like, okay, yo, I know I like that. I know I like that. So, you know, it's these things you incorporate into your repertoire when it comes to, you know, pleasuring a lady so that they reciprocate in turn and you have, you both have a mutually enjoyable experience. You can't be selfish. With my experiences, the first girl I, I got with, how that went down. Like, I was, here's, here's the funny part, I swear to you. So, again, that was my first time. Right. But the way I went in there, it didn't feel like it. Okay. Like, you know, of course, like, down the line, I, of course, I improved and all that. You learn different things. Mm-hmm. You like what she likes and all mm-hmm. that. But that first night, I did everything that I saw, like, done in movies, but, like, none of the wild stuff. Uh-huh. And, like, I remember, like, just... You played by the numbers. I did. Okay. And I, but the way I went in, it, it was as if I wasn't, like, I didn't have any fear. You know okay. what I mean? I know I was trying to, you know, of course, I'm trying to find the entry point. Like, okay, uh, nervous. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But once I was there, <laughs> it went down. Right. And I didn't like, yo, I was like, oh, this is this is the shit. Yeah. And she was like, I want to do it again. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Do it again. I, I, I think with, with some people, it's definitely um, fight or flight. Um, it, 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 if you want to have that kind of, if you want to kind of compare it to that, uh, scenario uh, people 
you know, they, they some some guys clam up, some guys fall short, and some guys kind of know, okay, I this is what I want, and some guys can be a little too aggressive, and then that's when you kind of get into the, the heavier shit, you know, the, the problems. Yeah. So it's like, okay, and that's the thing, because you deal with different women, it's like, okay, well, you kind of got to know where to toe that line. Mm-hmm. Um you know, because some women are a bit more demure and some women are a bit more aggressive. So it's like, okay, you kind of be, you have to be respectful and, and, and toe that line. Um, and I mean, again, it's, it's led to me having a lot of um, happy experiences and definitely, and again, definitely a lot of crazy situations, some, some shit that's comparable to American Pie. I remember having to climb out of a dorm window naked to hide from a RA. What? Down in Maryland, down in Maryland with this girl, and, and she snuck me into the, the, the women's dorm, and I had to climb out of the window and no clothes on, buck ass naked, cold as shit, and hide behind a dumpster. And I remember these dudes rolled up in a car, and then one guy's like, "Oh man, I got a fucking piss," and I'm like in the crouch position, hiding behind a dumpster, looking like fucking Michael Bean out of the fucking Terminator, and just, you know, <laughs> just, just uh, teleported into, into 1985 and some shit, 84. <laughs> and I'm, I'm here and crouched down, and this, you know, this dude's pissing, like, ah, and streams in. I'm just like, ah, I can't get it. I'm like, yo, this fucking chick is bringing my clothes, man. Yeah. yeah, she got me in trouble twice. <laughs> the other time I had, uh, like, she had moved back with her parents. And um, it was the thing of like, you know, the sex was great, but it, it was always some other crazy shit that ended up happening behind it. Like, all right, you got to hide for some reason. But she moved back with her parents and she had had a daughter at, at that time. And, and was there, you know, basically to stay close to the home and everything. And like her parents had went away to some kind of like Bible retreat thing. Oh God! <laughs> and and I spent I spent the night, and I'm there chilling in bed in the morning. She bursts in the room. She's like, "Oh, you gotta hide. My parents are home." I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, let me get my clothes. My clothes are under the bed." And she's like, "No, you don't have the time. Hurry up, go hide in the closet." So, I'm in the closet in the room, and I'm sitting on one of them little Rubbermaid Tupperware Johns. I'm sitting there like buck ass naked. And the thing about it was one of those, you know, like slide door closets and it had like the, the little rivets in it so you can kind of like peer through it a little bit. So it like was, you on TV and shit. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> so it was, and it was kind of like broken and yeah. shit too. So like I'm there, I'm in the closet, I'm grabbing like, you know, sweaters and, and jackets and shit to kind of like camouflage myself behind the corner. Yeah. Trying to be like fucking E.T. in the cut, you know, when, when the mom comes upstairs and he's like chilling with the toys. And... And I'm there, and I'm like, just, you know, just give me my clothes. At least give me my clothes. And once again, I'm completely naked. I'm sitting there on this thing, and the mom, you know, I hear them talking and conversating and everything. And you know, the, the parents and her daughter's there. Oh, mommy, mommy, mommy. And I'm like, oh shit, like the, the gang's all here. Fuck. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, you know, we're supposed to go out, and you know, but you know, she wanted to stop back here, and we wanted to grab a few things, and she wanted to get her glow worm, you know. Daughter wanted to get her glow worm, and she's like, oh, and, the, and the mom's like, oh, it's in the closet, right? And it's so, and I'm just all like, my heart's beating in my ears. I'm like, fuck. And then, like, the mom, the mom goes and grabs the, you know, opens the closet door and it's slightly open. 
and like the light shining through literally right where I'm at. And you can see like my feet and everything. And like she starts like pulling jackets and shit and my heart's beating faster. (laughs) And finally the girl dealing with comes in the room and she's like, no, 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 I'll I'll get it. I'll get it. You guys go get your stuff. I'll, I'll go get it. I'll go get it. And she's like, this, this closet door is broken. You should get, get your father to fix it real quick like that. And she's like, no, 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 you guys got to go. And he comes, the dad comes in the room, like uh, something's wrong with the closet door. And he goes and, <laughs> and, then, and then pulls it, slams it all the way open. And the, the whole closet's open. And I'm there just like, fuck, <laughs> holy shit, this is going to be bad. Like, oh, man, all right, am I going to have to like, like sneak duff an old man and then run out of the house naked. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, this is going to be a bad situation. So he opens it, like slams it open and then swings it, slams it back shut. And he's like, oh, there, it's fixed. Uh, and he's like, oh, wait a minute, the glow worm's in the closet. Let me go in and get it. Oh. And she's like, and then the girl's like, no, no, go, y'all go get your stuff. I'll go get it. I'll, I'll take care of it. So then they, he, she manages to get them out of the room. And I'm just like, I can't believe I got into this shit again. Manages to get them out the room, and she's there, like, peers through the door. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, give me my fucking clothes <laughs> so I can get out of here. And then it's quiet for a second. Next, you know, I hear, like, little pitter-patter, little feet. And next, you know, the closet door swings open again, and her daughter is crawling around on the floor oh, trying to get no. the glow So, like, the glow is, like, by the left side of my foot. So, I'm there, and I'm just, like, I, like, slowly slide my foot under it and just... Like kick it and swing it over, so it flies out the flies out the closet. And she's like, "Oh, glowworm!" And go grabs it and go runs out the room. And then I go slowly, like slide my hand out of the door like some ghastly creature, and slowly slide the door closed. Like, oh shit! Please don't nobody else come here. They finally left, and then she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." I was like, "Give me my clothes now. I'm out. I gotta go. I gotta go. I can't with you." Yo, that yeah, (laughs) like that shit, like that. Something you only see on TV. Oh man, that's wild, man. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've had some other other crazier situations, but like that was one definitely one for the books. But um, yeah, (laughs) I had a crazy situation go down, but wasn't my fault. It was her fault. Um, so I don't think I ever told the story on the podcast before. If I did, forgive me. Um, so yeah, so back a few years ago, I want to say like 2011, I was seeing this, uh, seeing this, seeing this girl, right? Mm-hmm. And like, so I was living at home with my parents and all like that, and I couldn't do that. So I was like, I was always, there was a period in my life when I was doing some wild shit, mm-hmm. like in public spaces, because <laughs> I had to make do. You know uh, what I mean? Okay. Because <laughs> you know, I look, dog, like. I said, I hotels was, are costly. Hotel yeah, are. rooms are costly when you're Facts. young. Yeah, and, and you don't have a little cow, you know. Facts. So, like, I took this girl to see a movie uh-huh. like, in the independent theaters downtown. Okay. Like, me and her, we did, I mean, we did do something wild on, like, the uh, 40th Street Rave Theater. Uh-huh. But it wasn't, that, wasn't, like, pants stayed on. But I was uh-huh. still doing wild stuff. Because, uh-huh. you know, again, I didn't bring nobody home. So, I took her to a movie theater downtown. Right. Rich Theater. Mm. And we were up in the back row. This is like the Ritz East. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It only has two theaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that theater actually has, like she said, go all the way oh, yeah. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So we got the very top row. It was like next to like a wall, I guess, where the uh, projector was being held at. Mm-hmm. Whatever, and the, uh, the guy in the, in the booth and all. Mm-hmm. So we're in the back. Meanwhile, it's, it's she and I in an empty back row. 
in front of us, directly in front of us, there's no one, but there's a guy who's sitting diagonally from me. Mm-hmm. Mind you. Mm-hmm. And we're in the rich theater. The theater isn't like an amphitheater. It's like a regular movie theater. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of small and intimate. So he's sitting right there in front of me. And I'm sitting next to him looking at her. You know, me doing what I'm doing. I'm always like, mm-hmm. you know, kissing on her hands in different places. You know, just doing that. And I, I, just, I just had this odd idea. Because mm-hmm. I had cons on me because I always carried them. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you never know when buns are going to be on the menu. Yeah, the, the the motto is is better to have them and not need them than to need them and not have them. Right. And I'll tell you about that story later on. That was that hurt hurt my soul <laughs> very badly. So, you know, we're doing that. And I was like, so I put my pants down a little bit, just enough. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm looking at him like, come on, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not uh-huh. saying too loud. Hey, get on my dick. Uh-huh. I was just like, hey, come on, come on. Come on. Uh-huh. And she like... You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right. So she, she's, she's like, really? I said, yeah, come on. Uh-huh. So we we make it work, right? Uh-huh. Penetrating all that. And, you know, we I'm getting into it. Uh-huh. She's sitting on my lap uh-huh. while we're in the theater. Uh-huh. She's holding my hand. You know, and I'm feeling the tightest grip. She's gripping my hand. I'm like, uh-huh. I can tell she's enjoying the yeah, situation. Right. So that was going on. But the what happened, about bro? The ball dropped. <laughs> the ball dropped. We think we think happened, bro. Hmm. Her cell phone went off. Oh, did it don't vibrate, huh? Did not. I should have been. I should have told that before. Oh shit! Like yo, make sure your phone's on vibrate. But, but then again, I didn't. I didn't know that I was gonna do. Yeah, what right. I was gonna do yeah, this, right. This wasn't. This wasn't a, a premeditated thought. Nah, we gonna fucking theater. Nah, I wouldn't even like that. Cause I initially was like, let's go, let's go to the movies real quick. Uh-huh. All right, cool. Uh, right. Boy, listen. So her phone goes off. Uh huh. She hops off me. Uh huh. Turns the phone off. Uh huh. Because she's sitting right next to me. She, she didn't go, have to go right. too far. Right. Turned the phone off, and she got back in the seat. She was like shook, because I was like, I was like, God damn it. So it was, yeah, right, right. I, was like, I didn't get a chance to do anything else. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, so, because we couldn't. It was like midway. We're doing it. And the phone go off. I'm like, yeah, shit. that's it. It was a wrap. So, needless to say, like, I was hurt. Uh, that. <laughs> I was like, shit, man. You know what I mean? But the ill part was the guy who sat right in front of me, uh-huh. like, direct, like, he sat Rolled in front of me, but like uh-huh. diagonally from me. Uh-huh. He didn't turn back. He didn't move. He didn't do once. It was just like okay, I'm, yeah, getting, I'm getting two shows. <laughs> right. I don't even think he peeped that. He knew that she got on my lap. Uh-huh. She, though she was quiet. Uh-huh. Like she was holding it in while she was like holding my hand. That's why, I, like, she wasn't saying uh-huh. shit, but I was feeling it. I'm like, all right, uh-huh. I'm good. Uh-huh. So you know, yeah. The next situation, why I didn't, why I needed it and didn't have it. Uh-huh. So this was like I was rolling around with our cousin Dane. Okay. Right. And oh. it's just like it's just like oh nine. A great a great shit. wingman and a brother. Shout yeah. out to the cu- shout out to the fam, the cuzzo cuzzo dame. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He out there in Oregon doing yeah. this thing. He on this Oregon trail. Yes indeed. <laughs> Bless up. Mm. So he's doing this thing at, at this bar. Um he's at, at this bar in Old City. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I get a text from this coworker of mine. Mm. I don't know if she had dipped there or not, but like I think we were still working together. Mm-hmm. She's like, yo, I'm downtown. Where you at? Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, because I was me and her were like talking for a while, right? I don't think we exchanged pictures, right? But for somehow, some way, she had four years on me. Uh-huh. She was feeling me. I was like, right. good. And I'm like, I'm like, this should happen, cause uh-huh. talking nasty shit to her, yo. I ain't got no goddamn sense. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's like, oh nah. Like my game wasn't even as refined as it is now. Uh-huh. So Lord knows what I was saying to her. Right, <laughs> okay. but like it was, it, it, it worked. Uh-huh. That's all I say. So this one moment, she's like, "Yo, I'm at the Mashalu. 
Uh-huh. You know what that said? That's the yeah, boat yeah, on the yeah, yeah. yeah on, on that South. Fucking yeah. boat. Yeah, that fucking boat, right? <laughs> the boat. Boat. So she's like, "Where you at?" So I'm in the car. That shit is crunchy. That's a that's a that's a that's a dope ass spot. It is. Back in the day, I went there like I think once or twice. It's a nice spot. It it's is. a nice spot. But you know how big the parking lot is, right? Yeah. Right. So imagine Saturday night when it's packed. Yeah. So she and her homegirl roll up. Uh huh. But you know, I I I found the car later. Uh huh. Well, I don't know what it was. I think she was looking for me, or I don't know what it was, but we found uh-huh. each other. I found her in the parking lot. Uh-huh. And we were in the car, and we were sitting there. You know, I got my outfit on, man, some bullshit, but it was rocking back in 09, I tell you that. Uh-huh. So she's like, let's get in the back seat. Get in the back seat. I guess it was a homegirl's car. Uh-huh. I guess her homegirl had twins. So okay. it was like twin baby seats in the back <laughs> seat, you know? So I was like, we got to move the shit out the way. We'll put them in the trunk. Uh, yeah. And we're in the back, and like, Yo, she was like, she was like thick, round skin, jaw, nice lips, everything, right? Yeah. And looking at her, and she had just, she had the sexiest look I'd ever, I'd ever seen her have. Mm. We was in the backseat of a car, mm-hmm. and she just gave me these eyes, and I'm like, yo, it's about to be real up in here, right? Mm-hmm. And thank God that car had tinted windows, bro. So, you know, she starts off, you know what I'm saying, and it's like, and when I'm receiving it, it's quite. You know, it's quite magnificent. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. May I have another? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm kissing on her and all that and just, just truly having an experience of a lifetime because I wanted her for a while. Right. Next thing I know, we about to get it in. She was like, yo, you got a condom? I said, no. Right? Because at this point in time, I'm like, I, I'm not... I'm not hanging with Dame, you know what I mean? I'm out uh, here just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I'm not expecting to get anything to pop no. off tonight. No, right, right. So she was chucking her girlfriend's bag. She got, she got, she got her friend up. I said, yo, in your purse, you any condoms in your car? She said, no. I said, fuck! Yeah. So yeah. that didn't happen. And like, she was awesome. Uh-huh. And she was, she was, she was hurt. I was hurt. You know what I mean? It was trying it's, to make everything it's, it's hurt. It's one of the things, man. But you, you gotta, you gotta play it safe. Man. And that's why I do it now. Like, we didn't do anything because like, yeah. I have kind of like, no, I ain't doing that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I didn't. We let it rock. You got, you gotta play it safe, man. You know, I did bullet dodge, knock on wood, man. I mean, I'm, I'm now, you know, I, I got a family, healthy kids, and and stuff like that, man. You know, healthy wife and. It's like okay, you you know you gotta be responsible. Like me, my, me, my wife, me, and my wife share share war stories. Um, you know her 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 college years too. I mean, she definitely um, she definitely had some uh, some interesting stories as well. Um, you know, but um, I think that's one of the reasons why we hit it hit it off. You know, yeah. intimacy wise. You know, we were kind of compatible on on a lot of. A lot of stuff because it's like okay, we weren't. Um, I want to say um, prudes. Uh, Facts. You know, uh, when it when it comes to sex, you can't be a prude when it comes to, to sex. It's just yeah. it's just boring. It's vanilla. It's basic. Ugh. Yeah, I, I and I, I learned that in in my twenties. Um, and it was like okay, you, you know, you. It's one of the things where you're like you gotta be prepared. Um, I got one more story, and I'm like, all right, I'm debating if I should tell it. All right, before you tell that, I'm going to tell you something. Do you know why I wear condoms? Why? Because I don't believe in myself. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I have no self-worth. Yo, because like- Nothing. Because I'm like, people go in like, you don't trust you. I'm like, nah, man, look, look, my gun- 
when it works, it works. Sometimes the guns have have a broken safety. Nah, and I'm not going into a situation unsheathed. Yeah, you can't. You know, you 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 can't. This it's just like no, it's not a not a good look, especially with them first time out it, situations, man. I've had a I've had a few of those where it's like, all right, you know, whoa, hey, this is jumping off, this is happening. Right. Um. All right. You know. Then I'm like, damn, do I got any comps? Fuck, man. I got no comps. All right. Can I get to the store or something like that? It is a thing of like, all right, man, it's better to have them and not need them and need them and not have them. Because I don't want to have one of those. You know, that movie Booty Call? Yeah. Shit they went through to get condoms or whatever. Yeah. My, my, I don't want to go through that. I want to yeah. leave my crib yeah. at like 12 o'clock at night just to mm. walk down to the uh, yeah, exactly. A-plus gas station, exactly. bro. Exactly. And that line, that line, I got to give my credit where credit is due. That line is, is Quentin Tarantino line, True Romance, where Christian Slater is about to go to the meeting. And he's like, mm. he's like, oh, you got a gun? And it's like, Spirits taught me it's better. I have a gun and I need it and need a gun and I have it. And that shit's, that's... Yo, you want to use your gun? You better, you better have had the tools to, to use that shit, and 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 not be like, oh fuck, I, I'm I'm stuck, I can't do it because that you roll that dice, man. You know, it's some shit you know, you STD tests ain't that that shit ain't fun. The little cotton swab and uh, uh-uh. yo, nah, man, thank shit. God I didn't have to go through that, yo, because yeah. that actually like asked me if I wanted that my last time I got tested. Yeah, you know, um, mm-hmm. brothers clean it's the board of health mm-hmm. out here, but still. They were like, yeah, certain tests. I did go into like your urethra and all yeah, that. And I'm that like, shit. So, and I don't like, got that, bro. Yeah, I mean, I've always it was like, okay, just to be just to be safe, just to be sure. It's like you know, you got to. I'm like, yo, run the gamut. Fuck it, you know. Mm-hmm. This is what the, you know. This is the pain you got to go through. You gotta you gotta pay to play. So, <laughs> um, you know, it it is one of them. It's one of those things, man. But um, so what about the story, man. Like, why, first of all, before we even get into it, why are you like kind of like hesitating to tell it? Um, well, it's going to be a thing where it's like, okay, the names have been, the names of not, of these people have not been disclosed to protect the innocent. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, it was, it was, like I said, the, my school was in Center City and they had the dorms there. And like I said, the dorms, a lot of shit happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still good friends with all these, all these people. In fact, like the, the, the one dude, he, uh, and he was a roommate of mine. And the other dude, he, he was an old roommate of his when he lived in the dorms. Oh, yes. Um, and the other other person involved, I'm, st- I'm still good friends with her, too. I mean, she's a homegirl. She's a sister to me. I love her. Um, she's awesome. You know, she, she's family. Um, <laughs> um, to put it in that dichotomy, like, she's, she's close. I mean, the, the friendship we've had over the years has, has been um, a unique one. You know, real, real, real down ass person, down to earth level and creative soul. Um, you know, can't shout out enough. Um, but we all hang out there. Like they said, Friday nights was the the hangout. You know, night. Um, I'd I'd finish work and, and instead of uh, going back um, down to Southwest Philly, I would go hang out there in Center City. So I change clothes, all that shit, and. We, I, since I was one of the older ones, I could go out, go get the drinks and liquor and all that stuff like that. We all chill in there, toke up smoke and all that shit. Um, shout out to AIPH, rest in peace, <laughs> fucking swindlers. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I made some good friends there, and um, like I said, it was Friday nights. It was it was hanging out. It was either that I hang out watching movies. I would always get like kung fu movies. Um, I was heavy on my Shaw Brothers, heavy on like on my Yin Wu Ping shit. Like motherfuckers know me for that, 
you know, anime, Ninja Scroll. I was I was one of the dudes that one of the first dudes in the city that had Ninja Scroll, one of the first dudes that had Street Fighter, like heavy into it. Used to go to the spot off of sixteenth and was like was it sixteenth, seventeenth South Japanimation, little hovel joint in the hut, you know, in the cut, Fat Jack's comic crib, you know, like Even yeah. Green Onions? Yeah, yeah, like recipes green onion. Yeah, bro. yeah, spot, you know sure. there, there was some there was some choice spots and like I, I I consider myself fortunate to kind of grow up in that era because like that's dude man that school was fucking lit like as it in in my like say late early twenties you're talking back when back off of the 15th of Chestnut Street when the Liberty Place was across the street there used to be this right next to the, next to our school and it used to be a radio shack it used to be like a deli. And the deli had dope shit that you can go get grub. And then there was an arcade right next to right right there on the other on the other end. So like springtime, summertime, forget it. If you're talking 15th Street, right smack dab in Center City outside of school, and you either go to the arcade or hang out outside, the amount of flora and fauna that walked by Good gravy, Marie. Good Lord. All right? I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I am trying to tell you. That, oh, man. Oh, it, 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 was, it was... Those were the days. You go back and reminisce. And it's like, I, you know, the, those are the, the fond memories I have. And it's like, okay, nothing lasts forever. And they just closed that fucking school down. And it was just like... You know, it's one of the things I drive by, shake my fist like you bastard, you got me. Some student loans, a motherfucker, but no um, lie, bro. No, but I, but I did. I made a lot of good friends, and um, you know, these 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 friends were unique. But we were all hanging out in the dorm, so it was like my my one friend, my old roommate, um, and his his roommate and uh, and me. We're all chilling in the room, and the 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 one the the lady in this in this story she's she's always flirtatious but she was always kind of like one of the guys she'd hang out yuck it up with us like walk around she'd sit next to you and like fucking fart on your leg like get really goofy palsy wowsy shit and and it, you know that's that's how it was it was it was just you know, it was goofy it was always fun but like the 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 one dude i'm going to i'm going to call him skip <laughs> skip was it skip was it and i'm i'm and i'm i'm not i have a friend named skip but it's not that skip this is i'm just making up a name for this person skip and then my and my 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 roommate i'm gonna call him uh byron now pause before you continue yeah. listen the funny thing is i know the story already yeah yeah but like yeah, I was, yeah yeah yes i know yeah. these people for real and i, yeah, I, just, I yeah. love the names yeah. you're giving them yo yeah but continue fam yeah so so Skip, I gotta make sure I remember names. If I blurt out names, you got to bleep that shit. But I promise. <laughs> Skip, Skip was Skip was a younger dude, um, and was very, you know, he, he, he was like a, a young, angry black man, and and, 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 and like we we were always something like, look, man, you need to cool out. Oh, I don't need to cool out. He would like have these like spasms and flip the fuck out. And I, I remember we were all hanging out. I said, man, what's your problem is, man, you need to get laid, man. You need to bust a nut, bro. Like, you need to get laid. And it's like, he was, 
Yo, I, you know, he's, he's young and frustrated. Hormones raging. I mean, this is what it is. There's a show on Netflix called Big Mouth. It more or less, it's a true testament. I'm going, going through changes. changes. Uh, that's the truth. Like, yeah. <laughs> seriously, that show is fucking awesome. I love it. Um, but, you know, he was, he, he was a real pent up dude. But, um, <laughs> and, but he, um, he had, he had a crush on this 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 girl, the girl in particular, uh, what kind of name can I call her? Uh, Sunflower. He had a crush on Sunflower. A very appropriate name. Yeah, he had a crush on Sunflower or uh, Sunshine. How about that? Okay, yeah, Sunshine. Definitely. Yeah. Um, he had a crush on Sunshine, and again, like Sunshine was one of one of the guys. You know, we again we all just hung out and just chilled out with her. So to consider her and you know to kind of go take it to that level i you know i never i hadn't considered it and and my other friends you know leroy hadn't considered it either um but but skip like skip had a crush on her and i would tell him like look you know skip man just want you just crack to her talk to her just let it be known and he you know was it again a bit of insecurity on his part and he was just like oh man i i can't you know I, i'm like dude you gotta you gotta man up you gotta make it happen and he hemmed and hawed about it for a while. So, um, one day it was me, Skip, and Leroy, and we're we're chilling in this dorm room, and we're yucking up. We're doing design, you know doing some design work on the computer and just talking bullshit. And and Skip's like working on code and shit. We're, we're doing some full on geek shit. You know, the art school is what it is. And we're all in there chilling. And um, next thing you know, we get a knock on the door. And we open the door, and it's Sunshine. And Sunshine is in, like, a, a, like a, a robe. And she comes in the room, and she's like, oh, you know, what's going on, blah, 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 blah. And we're yucking up talking. And, you know, she's in the robe, and I'm not paying attention, paying it on mine. And we're talking and conversating. The next thing you know, she takes off the robe. And she's wearing some like super scantily clad like negligee shit, and I'm like, and instantly the the needle on the record. I'm like, oh shit! Like, what the fuck? What is this? Like, you know, this it. This is life. Life comes at you fast, and sometimes shit just turns on the motherfucking dime. And here you go, fling, flick that, flip that coin, bro. You know, it, I'm like. What this is out of nowhere, and and all of us, me, Skip, and, and Leroy, are all kind of like gobsmacked, and and it was the thing of like she was kind of flirting, uh, flirting around with all of us when she started flirting around with me, and you know, you know, she started flirting with me, and I got on my carpe diem, yo, I got to seize the day. So I was like, look, you know, you're about to start something you can't finish. And she goes and, again, rocking a thong. And the, the, the posterior was always ridiculous. And starts, you know, bouncing up and down on my lap. And she's like, you, you ain't saying nothing but words. And I'm like, look, okay. I'm looking at the time like, okay, I got to go to work. I got about, oh, 45 minutes. And I do have condoms on person. Again. Scout model, be prepared. 
I'm like, you know, and fuck it, I can make this shit happen real quick, and then come to work with a, you know, skipping my step and fucking whistling the whole fucking night away. You know what I mean? Go down to South Philly. Um, so I was like, you know what? Hey, fuck it. Again, you ain't sending me words. Let's go do this. So I go to go upstairs. I go to go to her room and. As I'm getting ready to go, I see I see Skip kind of brooding at his computer, and he's got a little he's a little upset, and he's you know kind of huffing and puffing and all that shit. And who's that? Skip. Okay. Skip. Gotcha. Skip was kind of huffing puff. Skip was up. Skip was a little bit beside. Make sure himself. the names are consistent. Yeah. Skip, yeah. Skip was a little beside himself because he was like, oh, what the fuck? Like this this nigga just is coming out of just out of nowhere. Like I'm yeah. You know, I was like Nightcrawler. I just came. Bam! I'm dipping with pussy. I'm, that's it. Brimstone to smoke. I'm gone, dude. I'm I'm out. You know, so he was a little bit beside himself, and so as I'm getting ready to go leave and leave, uh, Leroy comes up to me and he's like, "Yo, man, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm, I'm about to about to do what it do. I'm about to this day. Hey, we about to play a pickup game. I'm about to make it happen." Hi, old. You know, and he's like, "Man, you you know you can't do that." I'm like. The fuck you mean I can't do that? Look, all systems go. I got the green light. That's it, man. Yo, the, the checkered flag has been waved, man. Daytona, we about to race. Let's go and race. Let's hit it. And he's like, you can't do man. Look at Skip. I was about to forget his name. Look at Skip, man. You know Skip. You know Skip like, sir. I'm like, Skip should open his motherfucking mouth, man. Look, I told Skip, Skip. Be about it. You ain't be about it. Hey, guess what? Hey, I'm about it. So he was like, oh, you know, all right, man. You know, get, get, all right, look, you know, let's, let, I'm, I, you go ahead, do your thing. And I was like, damn right, let's go. So I'm, I go and bounce off. And I, you know, I'm up there and, you know, her, you know, roommate's gone. So it's just her by herself. And, you know, we're, we're getting into it. It's the kissing and be petting and, and then we get into the foreplay and all like that, good stuff, you know. And you know, I'm about to about to seal the deal, about to about to do the do. And it's like one of those moments, like out of a cartoon, where like the little the little angel pops on your shoulder, or mm. that that the little halo bubble with the person's face pops up. And I'm I'm about to do it, and I'm you know I'm like I'm I'm amped and ready to do it. The next thing, you know, a little halo bubble of like. Leroy in, in the in the stereotypical like angel outfit with the wings. Oh, remember Skip. Remember Skip. And I'm just like, fuck. Instantly, like my boy's like, yo, really? No, my man down there is like, really, nigga? Seriously? Now? You have a conscience now at this moment? Man, you know, like that scene out of The Simpsons. Don't say revenge. Don't say revenge. Revenge. My dick was like, that's it. I'm out of here. I quit. You know, he's like, I, I shut down. And Sunshine looked at me like, what the fuck? Like, wait, what? Why? And I was just like, he took a deep sigh and was like, look, I, I I can't do this. And she's like, why the fuck not? And I was like, my, my conscience has gotten, gotten to me. And she's like, why? And I was like, well, you know, there's, there's somebody that really likes you. And me kind of going through with this kind of, you know, kind of put a damper on his situation. It really upset him. And I said, he really likes you, but he just can't. 
he can't really kind of muster up the words to say it because, you know, face facts, he's a rookie in the game. You're better friend than me. Yeah, he's a rookie in the game. So he's a rookie in the game, and he wants to earn his first stripes, and but he just can't really kind of formulate his mouth to formulate the words to say it, even though I told him, look, you just need to open up your fucking mouth and say something. Right. And she was like, who could you be talking about? I don't, you know, she's like... The wheels are spinning in her head, and you know she's already kind of pissed off and confused. Like, okay, why the fuck did we stop? And okay, now you gave me a fucking mystery, man. Who the fuck is this? And she's like, duh, duh, duh. and it stops instantly and just like looks up at me, deadpan face. It was just like skip, and I was like, ding, you are correct. And she was like, I don't, I don't understand. And she's like, I, you know, I kind of always see them as like a brother. And, you know, he's like a brother, like little brother, man. That's, well, you know, he really likes you and he doesn't know the words to say it. And again, like I said, he's rookie in the game. So, you know, that's how he feels. And I just really kind of just took a shit in his cornflakes, you know, with, with, with these recent, these recent, uh, these recent actions. So, um, but I, I just like, I can't, I say he really likes you. So, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I know you're kind of pissed off and. Everything like that, but you know, this is what it is. And she was like, Oh, all right, well, let's see what's up. So, gets up, she blows her, puts her robes on. And I remember she again had a, this crazy outfit. And I remember we got, we like, we walked through the halls so and we got in the elevator and the door closed. And then we went up another floor. It was like two other floors up we had to go. We went on the floor and the one, it opened up and she's got all her shit out. And like, this, these dudes walked by the elevator and just like, stop. It's like, Oh shit! Like then, and tried to get on the elevator. The door, then the was like, "Fuck!" The door's closed. We went upstairs, and so like we go upstairs, and and we can go and knock on the door. And like Leroy had some other roommates there. These these white dudes, um, and one white dude comes to the door, and I was like, "Yeah, we're 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 Skip," and he's like, "I don't I don't know." And he calls for Leroy, and Leroy comes out, and he's like, "Yeah, what's up?" I said, "We're Skip." And he was like, he in there in the room on his computer, brooding and huffing and puffing. I was like, all right, all right. So then we, me and Sunshine, walk into walk into the room, and and like I said, the, the, the white boys are hanging out there. They're in the hallway and everything like that. We're walking into the room, and the, the white dudes are standing in the doorway, and I'm standing in the doorway, and I'm like. Skip, and he's got his back to the computer, and he's huffing and puffing. I'm like, yo, Skip, Skip, turn around, stupid. And then he turns around, and he's like, what, man? Sunshine walks up, into him, walks up to him and disrobes and gets completely naked in front of everybody and says, Skip, I'm waiting, and climbs up into his bed and lays there in the bed. Everybody instantly clears out the room. Everybody got up single file out the room and all like that and, and bounced. Like, okay, here we go. Like, yo, the stage has been set. The cards have been dealt on some Stanley shit. Okay, you're a true believer. You got to make it happen. Um, and so he's like flabbergasted. Like, he, he, like his mind, boom, blown. And I go and I, 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 I say, come here, man. And I put my arm around him. And I take my condoms that I had in, in, my, in my, uh, my wallet. And I said, I just put them in his hands. And I say, here, you can't ever say I didn't do anything for you. You can't say, you can never say I'm not your friend. You can't say I'm your boy. Right. Go get him. 
Yeah, and and then I bounce, and and then my other my 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 own boy, uh, Leroy, he was like, yeah, you know, he said, like, yeah, man, you know, good job, yeah, good job, yeah. I was like, all right, and I'm you know going to work, and I'm just sitting there stewing on the Broad Street line, going south Philly, like motherfucker, like like my dick yelled at me, like yo, man, you all right, man, you a good nigga, dude, but what the fuck, yo, like seriously, I was about to make some magic, like you know, mad at me. And I'm just like, I'm the whole time I'm at work, I'm just there like, man, this dude better be fucking, you, you better shoot for the moon. This dude better that, be that shooting for the some moon. That Carlson Banks moment, man. Uh, with, no, dude. With the fireworks and all that shit pop up, so, yeah. So, um, so I was just like, oh man, you know, uh, you know, but it's just like, okay, you did a good thing. You know, you, 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 you're there for a friend and, and everything in this weird situation, this weird dichotomy. And... I um, you know, it was the next day, and I I I called her and I was like, um, so how was your evening? She was like, you're not gonna believe this one. And I was like, what? You know, cue the you know cue the ominous violin music, mm, that ominous violin hum of suspense. Like, wait, what the fuck happened? Like, what? you could I couldn't have set up a more perfect situation for you. The little, like on the silver platter, the whole cornucopia right there before you to make it happen. Like here, you you know, fairy god motherfucker, fairy godfather. Here, boom, hear your wish. Ding, you know, drop the wine. Here, you make it happen. Right. How could it went wrong? Like, what the fuck happened? Unless he, you know, unless you know the boy didn't want to come up with the bat, and it's like okay, that fucked up. It happens, peer pressure, but. Dude, you you wanted this, so and you got it. So I expected you to go full tilt, release that anger, <laughs> that pent up frustration you had, walk around angry and shit. Hulk smash! Oh, dude, man, that dude has some classic moments when he just pissed the fuck off, man. It was hilarious. I think I, don't know, I think it might still have one on video too. He slaps the shit out of his roommate, like oh, this other roommate. Oh man, but the dude that, that that's my boy though, man. Skip Skip right. was my dude, man. He's still my dude. Um, but uh. I was like, okay, well, like, what the fuck happened? I was like, did he, like, did he, did he wilt? And she was like, no. He laid in the bed and he rubbed my ass and I fell asleep. And I was like, wait, what? Say that again. Bring that back. Run that back. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. No, no, I didn't, I didn't hear that correctly. No, it's a static in the phone, some shit like that. What? No, say that again. He did what? Laid up in the bed next to me, and he rubbed my ass, and I fell asleep. And I was like, "What the fuck?" If it was an anime, my eyes would be those crazy circle eyes with the lines and shit, and the big stress bubble on my forehead. Like, what? You gotta be shitting me! Right. Oh man, you serious? So I, I instantly got there. I went, I went up to the dorms, and it was like, "All right, yo, this is interrogation time." I went up to, went up to him, like, "Yo." What the fuck, man? Like, what happened? Like, what, Skip, what the fuck, man? And he was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I was like, dude, you, you, you're there. Everything you wanted to make happen, you could have made happen. It was 100% consensual, you know, reciprocation to make this thing happen for you, dude. And you rubbed her ass and fell asleep. Like, you didn't kiss her on the neck, go for a titty, caress, you know... Do a little bit of tongue work, any type of foreplay to get her off and get the ball rolling so you could rock and roll and then throw on the dick bag and then, hey, let's go to work. No, none of the, nothing. 
Bruh, you're killing me, man. Oh, I know I messed up. You goddamn right you messed up, dude. What the fuck, bro? Oh, uh, but I, I, he was like, I, I, you know, I, you know, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't blame you. So, you know, Sunshine hit me up and she was like, you know, I'm, I'm really kind of pissed off about the situation. This needs to be alleviated. And I was like, what you saying? She was like, hey, come on, let's go. And I was like, okay, I'm, uh, all right. I'm like, dude, I skip, I'm going. You, you need to figure shit the fuck out. When the one day you'll man up and get courage. And he did. And he did with the help of a little bit of liquor and a little bit of concoctions I worked up. Anyway, um, <laughs> let the liquor tell it. Um, that was definitely an outcast moment. Um, uh, but it, 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 it was like, all right, I'm like, dude, I'm going for it. And I remember Leroy came up to me and tried to pull that same shit again. Like, dude, remember Skip Dot, man. Shut the fuck up. Fuck you. You know, jam me up once. You know, shame me on you. Jam, get me jammed up twice, yo, nigga. Shame on me. I can't have it. Not this time. No. And big things are going. That thing happened. And it was, it was a wonderful, wonderful, fun experience. And it, it, I told him, like, dude, man, like, hey, man, it, it wasn't anything. It didn't get in, it didn't progress to anything serious. It was just, you know, that a casual experience. And, um, and a bit of fun like that that was it it was the thing of like oh, okay yeah let me t it's, it's like she kind of came up to me it's like okay let me test your metal let me see what you got and we did we had a good we had a great time and again eventually it was the thing of like it was the thing of like she was that free with herself i never put her in the mindset of a slut she was just very she was very sexually expressive and she just didn't throw that on everybody. You had to, you know, you had to be kind of on her level and and develop that sort of kinship, you know. And I think that's why it happened. Like, you know, we we had that casual friendship level. I didn't, I hanging out with her. I never tried to, you know, go there with her. I mean, she's a very attractive lady, even wonderful or anything like that. I never tried to go there with her. She was, she, again, she was one of the guys. But that day, it was just like, okay, again, you see somebody naked, it's like, damn, it's a whole different story. And the sun's out, gun's out, and and the, the, the booty was on, like, psh, ridiculous. It's like, whoa, hey, I wasn't ready for that, but, hmm, voices, I hear voices. <laughs> and so, you know, that that's what it was. And like I said, eventually he came around to it. And it was it, it wasn't a thing of like she was like no I'm not gonna refuse him but he's got to um, he's got to like open up his mouth if he wants it he's got to be assertive you know and there's one of the things about being a man and it's like all right and the situation calls for it and it calls for it you know you know the over aggressive shit and get, getting into trying to get into all the other shit is like that's not good you know the me too situation type of shit you don't you don't want that in this day and age now it's definitely a lot more prevalent I mean we. Younger days, it was like, okay, there's a lot of stuff you get away with. Be in the club, go grab ass and stuff like that. And it's still very uncool for me. I definitely try and throw it. You get a girl on the dance floor, she start pulling you close. Or she stick that leg in between your leg and kind of lean, do the lean in. It's yep. like, okay, she's she's probing. So you get a little bit of liberty to take your hand from the hip and maybe move it down to the butt. Um, you know, you kind of get that. You have to read the tea leaves. You got to read the vibe and... and and reciprocation of a person and um and it's like all right these things come with trial and error but it's like you know you gotta remember to stay in your lane um 
So here's the thing. First of all, I'm still stuck on the fact that you said thorough on the dick bag. That yeah, shit, man, I've never heard bag, that before. Throw on a dick bag. Throw on a shield, man. Shields up. Jesus, Shields man. up. That's it. We about, to, we about to go to war. The Klingons are in full tilt. But in war, beware the grippers. Beware the grippers. Woo. I forgot the fucking t-shirt. Yeah, when they clamp down tight, man. Beware the grippers. That shit, that shit, yo. Them, them just, the grippers done fucking changed the course of mankind, man. Pussy's a very powerful thing. Wars have been fought. Niggas made giant wooden horses to fucking storm gates. Why? Because of the grip, the grippers. Respect up, respect dude. I mean, hey, this is what it is. Let me tell you something. First time I ever experienced that, right? It was after my breakup Mm -hmm. in 2013. So it was like she was the first woman I was like kicking it with on an intimate level. Mm -hmm. So one night in an undisclosed location, Mm -hmm. She, it went down. Mm-hmm. And dog. So we're going through motions. We're doing it. And it's all good. But she hit me with that. The grip. And none of the women I've been with before had done that before mm-hmm. to me. Man, she hit me with that grip. Dude, it was like. It's, 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 dude, man. It's, it's, revel- it's, it's a revelation. And it's like. I couldn't do nothing after that, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That should that should get you in the clutch. And it's like, okay, the you're in or they spit you out. Pachoo, you know what I mean? But it's like, dude, man, if you're if you're doing if you know you're doing things right, if you get that you get that grip. You know, the cable muscles is, is some phenomenal shit, man. Them shits push push human beings out. So hey. Dude, man. it was like that scene from um what was it, bro? All right. You remember uh, Awesome Powers? And one of the characters that he was playing might have been like the the, the big, uh, it was Goldmember, right? Yeah. He said it was Toit. Mm-hmm. It was Toit. Oh, Seriously. my God. Toit Spaces. Like, <laughs> oh, man. She hit me with that shit. I was like, yo, this, this girl is fantastic. But and I was like, you know, no one and done. Yeah. But bless her life. But but after the fact, this woman hit me with the, the, with the grip. I, I know I know how to prepare for it now. Yeah. But, man, that first time, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, dude, not for nothing, man. You got to do, like, this is... Like, you know, man, fitness, fitness for the little guy down there one on one, you know, but that, that should, you know, penis is a muscle, man. You got to treat it as such. So one, one, especially when I was young, like one of the things I would do was exercise I would do. And I, I, I guess it's almost kind of akin to, I don't know if you've seen that video of the woman who's got like the, the shit between her legs and she's doing the kegel muscles, like pulling, pulling the shit. Well, guys should be doing the same thing with their dick. You know, it's 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 a muscle and it helps build up stamina. So like, it helps build up stamina. It helps build up resistance. So like, when a woman does squeeze, it it you can kind of balance it out. You can tense up yourself so that you can kind of hold the position. Because mm-hmm. if you can hold that position and they can't push you out, then that helps intensify the climax for women. So what you got to do, and it's like one of the best times to do it is usually in the mornings. I mean, you get you wake up in the morning, all guys get morning wood, and you get up and you go and take a shower, and you take a shower, and you, you have your you're done, you know, you're washing everything like that, and you have your washcloth, and if you got a hard one, you take the washcloth and drape it over your man, drape it over your man, and flex it, tense it, have you know, do 
exercises up down up down up down up down like really like really like doing curls or you know lifts yeah. deadlifts and shit she did it with shit and it's like the more pressure you put on it more weight you put on it then the better you know enough way so that way when you flex it to try and make it make the that weight move up and it does man it helps with your muscles it helps with it helps with sex immensely i've found um um because you are you know you're, you're tensing that muscle so and you know, women can have climaxes and they can have, you know, one climax where they can have multiples, a heavy rolling, multiple climaxes. And if you can kind of still stay in there and hit that spot, then I like it can help kind of push them in the overdrive. Um, so, you know, that's just a little self tip. <laughs> I don't know. I know that was out of left field. But. No, but I've been fortunate, uh, you know, the women that I've been with have told me that, like, you know, and there was not my empire, my language. You got a strong dick, and I'm like, thanks. I, at first, I, I didn't really understand what that meant by that, but as I got older, my like, oh, okay, yeah. I see, yeah, yeah, because you know, if you're kegeling, you know, women they they kegeling, and sometimes some guys can't handle it. I mean, that's what causes the dude to pop off. And it's like, okay, when it starts getting good, then that's some guys just can't handle it. So it's like, okay, dude, you have to work your muscle too. So it's like that song. When the fire starts to burn, burn yeah, the man. starts to spread. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get your shit together, bro. Seriously, you really do, man. Like you, you, you got to, because otherwise you can't hang in, hang in that clutch, man. You know, then you just pop off and you get that, that premature, then you got a dissatisfied woman. That's not good. Hit you with the um. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit, yeah. What? You can't. You can't. You what can't happened? Do that. Oh. You can't do that. You can't do. It. I always preach that, and then I always preach that in foreplay, man. Like you gotta be. Foreplay, you gotta be big on, man. Like that's, you, these young boys, like yo, they gotta like really kind of learn how to, to get in and kind of romanticize a little bit, man. Don't have on your super duper freaky deaky music. They only savage shit, like yeah. Don't don't have on some aggressive fucking music when you try to get a girl in the mood, man. You know, throw some Mary Robinson or something like that. Throw some some mellow, you know what I mean? Some D'Angelo or something like that to get to, to, to help kind of set the mood and everything like that. You these. These are simple steps. You know. I mean, and if she likes, yeah. you know, walking out in the forest and, you know, yeah. put some yeah. Erica Badu on some yeah, shit man. like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Some uh, yeah. Georgia Ann Muldrow. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. diversify your bones. Yeah. Guys but, learn to be, you got to do that and learn to be self-sufficient too, man. Like, I, you know, my I give my mom credit. I love my mom. She she was, she had a simple philosophy. She was like, okay, you got to learn how to, she's got to cook, clean, and uh, do laundry. Um, I think that should be instilled in all kids. I mean, I do it with my kids now. Like they do laundry and and, and I do cooking with them and all like that. It's 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 life skills and kids love that shit. You know, be hands on. Oh, excuse me, uh, be hands on with, you know, with the parents and everything like that. But it it helps you later on in life because you know my mom was like, all right, you know, you want to get laid one day. Um, you should. <laughs> you you want to get laid one day. You want to have a girlfriend like that. You should know how to do those things. Um, and you got guys that aren't on it and self-sufficient or don't know how to clean up after themselves and like that. Like these things, you gotta, you gotta do these, these things. And I can't say that every time I was hundred percent perfect in my apartment, you know, mm-hmm. guys are definitely guys, bachelor pad, but, and it's like, okay, you still gotta be able to, you know, clean up, present and stuff like that. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, these, these were, these are things, these are like good life you know, little life lessons, stuff like that. I mean, it's it's lasted me through like all my single life, and now you know I'm happily married and 
and everything like that and mm-hmm. it's that's that's led to other interesting adventures and everything as well um yeah yeah married married life is is definitely interesting and it's, it's not always necessarily conventional but if right. you you love your partner and your partner's your friend and um you know you you uh you have that candor and rapport and friendship and are all about them and they're all about you then you know it can lead to you know it can lead to a lot of happiness right yeah do that and try not to go to bed angry that's one thing try not to go to bed angry always i've someone told i heard that before and i was like that's that's a, a very wise um saying you know I think I, I think I heard Mike Brady say it to Carol. Yeah, yeah. It might have been or Bill Cosby said Fisher Rashad. You know what I mean? Yeah, on the Cosby show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that is the thing. That's how you want to be with somebody. You, yeah. wanna, you never want to go to sleep angry and wake up. Yeah. Ah, I hate you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you know, that, that shit carries over into your day. It carries over into your work. And, right on. and you're sitting and you're stewing over it. And it's like, okay, sometimes it's not avoidable. But it's like you don't want to sit there stewing for something. You want to try and kind of work it out for them because... At the end of the day, if you got a person that's right, then they're in your corner and they're for you. Um, that's that's something that's invaluable, you know. I concur. You know, but um, yeah. So let's get doing you know, since we're here, you know, let's get into the real shit. <laughs> now we talked, we had some good conversations before, you know. What I mean, mm-hmm. as we're talking about, you know, trading war stories, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about some. Raw stuff now. No pun intended. Uh, rough, rugged, and raw. Get raw. So we have the idea of the kink world, and for men, some guys front. You know, guys are too deep in their masculinity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They get too deep in it, and they don't. They don't really like. They front on it. Like I ain't mm-hmm. doing that shit. I ain't doing this, doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, before, before I get into any like you know specifics. <laughs> Have you had any experiences in the kink world? Um or BDSM or whatever one you want to ride with? Um yeah, I I I've come across some girls that uh like to be um dominated, um like to be dom, you know, you know, and submissive. Um again, it's the thing of like you got to you have to read the vibe engage that person's vibe and and find out what they're what they're comfortable with before you um kind of push the envelope i i again going back to college there was the one girl i met in college in the dorms <laughs> and mm. it was literally one of the things where it was like okay the, the 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 vibe was like instant right there it was one of the things where like okay i met her i saw her and i was like okay something with that needs to happen Mm-hmm. Just because, and it was, I mean, it, it, I, I found women diversity, all shapes, sizes, colors, to be attractive. Each, you know, woman has their their own uniqueness about them that can be appealing. Um, Facts. Uh, Regulate every shade. Regulate. Yeah, every I, shade. I, I never decided was I wanted to be closed minded and say, okay, I just want to deal with white people. I just don't want to deal with black people. I just want to deal with, you know, I. You know, I try to be diverse. It's kind of people dig your vibe. People dig your vibe. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But she, like, we hung out, and it was a thing. Like, we hung out, and we watched movies and everything. And, again, it was some geek shit because we were watching Vampire, the second Vampire Hunter D movie. 
And yeah, yeah, she was into it. Like she was, and then like she was like super goth type girl, you know, vampire, you know, ghastly pale and everything. That she had black, you know, black hair. She had black hair and everything like that. Uh, Italian girl, very cute round face like that and curves, everything like that. I'm, I, I love curves. Curve advocate. I'm sorry, skinny women don't do anything for me. Um, you know, there's no diss to them, but you know, I love healthy, you know, thick women. Um, so we were hanging out and it was a thing like it, it, it was watching the movie then, you know, leaning, leaning and getting close and everything like that. And then then it turned to kissing and everything. And we kind of went in and, and every other, every other time I'd see her hang out in the dorms, she would be kind of passive and, you know, kind of coy and shy and then want me to kind of be the aggressor. And I noticed that more and more, like she would, you know, it, it was kind of like a whole subservient vibe thing. I noticed that was the kind of relationship that was developing. And it's not that I didn't push for it because sometimes I've, I've, I think find it appealing when guys find it appealing too if a woman initiates like that turns a guy on. But it was the thing of like, it was, it was like, you know, it was like she would kind of drop subtle hints or, you know, it, it her, her vibe, her personality, her vibe or like that she would kind of push that off to let her know like oh okay i'm kind of in the mood and again you have to kind of read the signs but she definitely was like into the whole submissive thing especially with oral sex you know grab it by the back of the head and everything like that and you know and then i had found out like years later and she was like yeah um all that stuff was just like really new for me and i was like really i had kind of figured that you were you know that this was kind of like your whole mo thing she was like no actually you were my first i was like what oh really she was like yeah first what i was she was a virgin wow yeah i didn't know i mean i and but then there was but then the first time i guess i didn't really break iron but then there was another time we went at it and and we were in um her 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 bathroom when she was up in the sink and she started bleeding. So, but I mean, there's some different times where I've had sex and it's, it's happened with women sometimes. And it's like, okay, are you okay? Stop. Or is it your mm-hmm. time of the month period coming on? It's like that. So, you know, I, I fall back respectfully. And then, then that's when it stopped. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. This is, this is how I read it. But then she was like, no, you were my first. And it was the thing. She was like, no, it really wasn't an act. I really was shy, but I found out that I liked being dominated. I like that. Uh, aggressiveness, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, she was like it. It just kind of those kind of opened a whole world for me. So she got into a whole fetish dom scene and and everything like that, whole sub scene and, and everything, and the furry shit. <laughs> like she's all, but you know, hey, hey, yo, hey, our school, bro, our school, our school confidential. So you know, she got into all that shit, but you know, um, but she was like, yeah, that really kind of became my thing. That became, became her kink. And then this was some for some women it was like you know sometimes you know guys I you know like to be you know taken too. You know, women are the aggressor and everything like that. It, it, again, it's a eternal. It's a fun. You know, it's fun. Guys like to guys like to know that they're you know someone finds them attractive or appealing and they want to go there with them too. I mean, it's 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 a shot in the arm for sure. But it's like okay, if that's the case, then you gotta do your part and perform because you want encores. You know. Right. Um. So. You know, it's it's stuff like that. Uh, as far as I guess, in I don't want to say other kink realms, my um, 
my wife and I, we, for a couple of years, we you know delved into a non-monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been together well over a decade. I mean, we're almost pushing twenty now at this point. Um, and been happy. Yeah, no, we are. <laughs> we are. We're earning our gray hairs. We're earning our gray hairs with our children. We have wonderful children, and they they keep us busy, and they keep us, um, they keep us entertained to say the least. Um, but it's it's cool now because at the point now where they're starting to kind of develop their personalities and you know have ideas what they want to be, and it's like you got to be hands on with that to kind of help shape them um, to try and be you know go toward bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. You know. Gotta keep him on the dark side. Keep the daughter off the pole. <laughs> Shit. But um, yeah, I mean, it was it was something um, that my wife and I explored um, for a while. And at this point in our life, like now, it's definitely rounding out because um, with children, life definitely brings about a lot of changes and, and responsibilities and stuff like that. Um, but you know, I can't be mad. I put my jersey up in the rafters and. Anything like that. I I had some wonderful experiences. Not too many nightmares. I had one nightmare. And I, that's that's one. That'll be the last story. Um, <laughs> that'll be the last story. Um, but uh, you know, it was a thing of with, with that and the open relationship. It's like you, um, you know, you have to have that communication with your other person, and you have to have the trust, and you have to. Um, have to have the responsibility and it's like okay you know you have your fun but at the end of the day family and and home life is paramount you know in the day you still gotta come you gotta come home and take care of home and take care of family because that comes first that's that's what it is um i mean if you respect that then it work out fine i was i was fortuitous in my situation because for my wife and it it's, it's funny. I mean, the, the, the conversation it, it started was a casual conversation uh, I had over like a dream, and I had a dream that like we had a threesome, and then she was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I've actually been curious about that," and I was like, "Oh, what, really? Again, this is the, the needle on the record, you know, like wait, oh? minute, what? You know, what, like, like I swear to God, like literally, when she said that, the 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 classic ABC Monday Night Football theme came on my head." Wait a minute, what? Yo, that shit brought me like, wait, what? Is is game time again? Word? I thought it was done. Like, okay. Holy shit. Okay. All right. You really? I was like, all right. Uh, you really want to do this? So she was like, yeah, I thought about it. And I was like, oh, great. And she was like, yeah, you know, if we do this, there should definitely be some rules and parameters. And we did. We had rules and parameters that we adhered to. Um, she sent me to find somebody. And in the, you know, this, the digital age, she uses the, the internet. And we did. I mean, early on, it was us, you know, single in the apartment. We had a whole apartment to ourselves, a whole third floor apartment to ourselves. And, you know, young couple, that's all we did was just literally just chill in the apartment, smoke weed, and fuck all day. So it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe we can do try something different. It'd be fun. So, we basically tried to find somebody for a threesome, and we courted a few people. And I, I had, for me, I had my, we had our kind of, our our kind of code of conduct, of, and and our 
dossier of what we were looking for in particular, you know, what we both agree we've deemed to find attractive. Um, my wife is attractive, to, attracted to, to black women in particular. Um, you know, Hispanic and like those, those two obviously push your button. Um, so we, you know, we, we did, we found a girl and, um, we found, you know, found this lady and she was, she was really nice, really cool, you know, laid back vibe, very, you know, chill and physical wise, everything in spades, everything in spades. Mm -hmm. Uh, My wife's like me, she prefers, you know, curvy women. So, you know, we, we went out on a date, went to the movies, saw Avatar. <laughs> um, That's how long ago it was? Yeah, we saw Avatar right, in New cool. York. Yeah, we went to go, we were in New York, we were in Times Square, and we went to go see Avatar. And, you know, we talked, conversated, and we all, you know, we're just something we did, and we hit it off and everything. And um, then the weekend she came over, and, you know, we went and we, it was, it, for the first experience, it's like, again, a lot of these, you know, the threesome's going to be pretty tricky. It's not like in, the the that like in the pornos, you know, do you do just whips his dick out and she's too success slobbing up that no. Party time. No, yeah. no, no. You as a guy, you have to be attentive and you have to be attentive. You have to be attentive to both women. Like you you don't wanna be neglectful. So that's you're pulling double time work and it's like, all right, you know, you gotta show what you can do and be reciprocal and be be respective. You can't be like, Oh, it's all about me because yeah, you got one woman. It's, it's it's awesome when you get one woman to participate with you. But when you're lucky enough to get two women, then, dude, again, you got to play your part. So, you know, with her, it was it was the the first time was was good. It was, uh, you know, it it, it I, I guess I'm gonna say as far as three threesomes goes, it was vanilla. <laughs> you know, it wasn't bad. Right. But it was like okay, well, you know, maybe we could spice spice it up a bit. But I the the, the Phrase has already been coined, but I mean, you know, my, my wife and I were avid canisexuals. You know, a good tote can definitely make uh, intimacy a, a very fun experience. So we were like, well, maybe if you know if she gets high, she might loosen up a bit and have more for her fun. And she did. She toked, and and it it was kind of it's risky because it's like okay, it's the first time she got high, so it could go either way. You know, some people have a good trip on weed some people have a bad trip on weed um but yeah i made sure i got some shit that was really mellow so and it was a better situation it was it was a better situation but ultimately the problem was um it was a thing of it was it was frustrating for us because you know she again she's great personality and, and and you know wonderful lovely attractive individual smart all, all the things. These are the qualities you look for. Like, don't, don't want no ditzy girl. Don't nobody fast. Like, okay, you, you got to have a good head on your shoulders when you're dealing with people you, mm-hmm. you share your bed with. Like, you can't be sloppy because there are people involved. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, all those wonderful factors. But the problem was, and it was frustrating to us, was that she didn't initiate. Or even give any kind of like subtle hint that, you know, hey, can we fool around or can we fuck? It was never that. Like, we would chill in a room and watch TV and she would just sit there and chill in the room, chewing popcorn and this and that and everything. And we're sitting there like, okay, well, should we do something or mm-hmm. should I do something? And it was a thing if, if we, and I mean, if one of us would initiate, like, 
you know, I'd start to touch her leg or something like that. And, I've, you know, obviously she wouldn't clam up. Then it was like, oh, okay, well, we can kind of go a little further. But it was just kind of frustrating, like, you know, take charge. You know, whip a titty out. You know, grab my dick, something, anything. Kiss on the neck or something. Get, get the ball rolling. But she just wouldn't do it. But mm-hmm. then, like I said, once we'd initiate, she would just roll right along with it. And... And it was just like, okay, that's just, you know, it was kind of boring. So that's what kind of kept things vanilla. And for again, for our first experience, it was like, a, again, it wasn't bad. All things considered, you mm. know, it, 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 you're rolling the dice and you have to be thorough and responsible, you know, STD this, you know, get tested for your STDs first. Everybody tests, oh, okay, we're good. I mean, like, this is how we carried it. Right. Um, and... And, and and that was that. And what it was, like, eventually, it came down to the end because then me, you know, me and me and my wife, we got married. And and it was like, okay, well, we're going to settle into married life now. So we got married, and she came over one more time, and we had one more romp. And my wife got bored. She just ended up, like, leaving, going in, in the room. Like, I'm going to go watch TV because it just wasn't exciting for it. There was no, that the chemistry wasn't there. So um, that was the end of it. And we, again, you know, settled, you know, happy in monogamy for for a while. We, we, uh, we had our daughter, and we had our first kid, and it was a thing of, uh, you know, we were settling into that and and getting used to that and and main, you know, maintain dealing with a child and kind of getting trying to you know get, finally get back into having a sex life. And sex was fun, you know. I mean, our sex life was just wonderful. And it was the thing of like we, you know, I, the the person I think you know the the person that we dealt with, she kind of came up in passing. Like I had saw something that she posted on Facebook or something like that, and I was like, oh, you know, such and such, you know, is did this, and then she was like, yeah, you know, I haven't really talked to her, you know, it's just, it's what it is and everything. And she was like, yeah, it's just. It's a shame that, that that never really that was never really you know it was it was what it was but it wasn't what I wanted and I was like ah I said are you still like are you still kind of have sour grapes is there some stuff that's left that's left unsaid or you know you want to do you want to address on that and she was like I you know I kind of wanted to, to do it again and I was like oh really. Dun, 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 dun. Put it on, put it on, put it on. I'm like, okay, the music back on again. All right, let's go to the draft board. You know, I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta start drawing up a place. So, um, but now, I mean, obviously, with with a child and and you know, young child in the in the picture, it's it's a different, whole different dynamic than you know when it was just us in the place. So that had to be taken into perspective. And the people that we dealt with had to understand that, like, you know, hey, I got a kid, so if something comes up, hey, I got to go, I got to bounce, I'm sorry, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, the home life comes first. That's what's most important. Um, and, you know, that was that was cool. So it was the thing of initially we were like, okay, well, do we want to try and grab, find people for our, ourselves individually? You know, not necessarily have to share them, but, you know, you have you find somebody you like, I find somebody I like. And I wasn't be fully diplomatic. Like I, I was content if she wanted to go after a guy, then okay, we might have say no because I'm definitely gonna be going after women for damn sure. It's like okay, yo, it's been set before me. Like, okay, again, 
Got to go out there, got to go check prospects. Um, so, you know, she was fine with that. And initially, that's what it was. She, she had to talk to a couple guys and everything. And um, that site, uh, you know, the, the site that we used, you know, I've, I've come to find that it's like, okay, you, you, you just like if you talk to an individual out in public, it's like you have to have that same kind of candor and repertoire, um, you know, on the web. And you're talking to a woman, you got to talk with her. And if she has, and you go on the site, some of them have racy pictures and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, don't think with your dick, think with your head. You still have to be intelligible. At the end of the day, they're still human beings. Well, I used the okay Cupid. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the reasons. Yeah, cause uh, that was clutch. That flight was clutch. I've you know yeah. I haven't been on it in a long time, but that site was a very interesting site. It, Couple come ups. Yeah, yeah, some some serious uh, some serious come ups for sure. Yeah, on that site. Yeah. Um, but um, you know it's it it's. And I give I give the site a lot of props because it was a thing of like when you do those those questions the match questions I really didn't answer a lot of match questions because it helped you really filter through a lot of bullshit and you know come across somebody that you you know were really interested or really kind of digging your vibe and um that's what it was I mean and she with guys it was a lot more difficult because there's again some guys just don't know how to talk. So I, I understand the plight of with women and how they how they feel about the whole situation with guys and aggression and with just guys just not being professional because I mean it's there the women, the women I came across and encountered it's, it's what it is and then I'm pretty sure in my days of being young and dumb I might have said some stuff out of pocket to myself I've definitely thrown my hands up in a mea culpa but it's like you have to learn to mature with yourself and with what you do you know. And then now that I'm a father, it's like that dynamic has really come into an even bigger perspective because, you know, someday she's going to grow up and be a woman too and she's got to be prepared. Granted, now with this movement, I think it's really good because it's like, okay, she's being... Her, her, her lifestyle and situation is being elevated to another level now with this. It's something that needs to happen and I'm glad it's happening now because she's young because hopefully when she comes of age, the both of them, you know, mm-hmm. and my son too, like when they come of age, they'll be, they'll be in a better place than I was. And it's not to say our place wasn't bad. I yeah, mean, but, as compared to like our, our parents and our grandparents, but yeah, I mean, end of the day, sure. I'm, yeah, end of the day, motherfuckers are still getting shot and people are still dealing with a lot of bullshit and mm-hmm. there's a lot of bad things that are mm-hmm. going on in the world and people are, are angry about a lot of stupid shit. Right, that's the story. I'm going to tell it. But, uh, you know, that's that's what it was. So I, she, you know, came across a couple guys and was talking and conversating and everything like that. And, again, I was like, I was fortuitous in the situation in the sense that, you know, I she had met one guy and he was, he was a nice dude. I talked to him and everything like that and gave him the green light. And it, it's... It's definitely a big step to be like, okay, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm good with that. There's another man's going to be touching your wife. And guys have a lot of egos about that and everything. And it's, you know, it takes, it definitely takes a bit of gumption because, you know, it, it, it with people, you, you have those, you have your, 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 your conscious self and, um, you wonder if, hey, if you're a Billy's, if you're really up to the letter and everything like that. That's where it gets sketchy. That's where it gets dodgy. You know, but then that's why people cheat too. So it's like, 
okay, but if if you're comfortable within yourself and you're comfortable in your relationship and you're comfortable with the person that you love and you share your, your bed with, you you know, wake and face the day with, um, you know, then, you know, you hold on to that faith and that's what, that's what matters. And I did. And, and it's the same thing with me. Like I had, I had met somebody, um, my first outing wasn't, wasn't that good at all. <laughs> it wasn't good. It was a bit of a nightmare. There was another, that's, that's, that, that's the story that's next but to, I'm gonna basically summarize first before okay. I get to that story we're gonna wrap it with that uh, <laughs> but yeah I mean it 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 was it was that and and what it was if my, my wife came to a decision she was just like you know honestly I don't really want another guy I am I guess and it's like okay well, what do you want she was like honestly I prefer women she's like I'm satisfied in the guy front but you know, I would like to enjoy and explore women more. I want that 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 experience, not necessarily that porno experience, but like mm-hmm. that that level of okay, oh, awesome sex with a woman. And she's like, and I didn't have that with, you know, girl A. You know, mm-hmm. the first the first experience. She's like, I didn't really have it. It was too vanilla. It was too basic. Like we had to walk her through too many steps. We had to whereas she didn't. So she never take charge in anything. And like you should have that. Um, but, so she was like, you know, I, I don't, I really don't want another guy. And I was like, well, damn, I'm, I'm flattered. So I said, okay, well, I'm fine. You know, be fine women. So we did. And, and I had, I was fortunate. Like I had people I came across except for the first one. Well, even the first one too. Because even she expressed interest. But the, the, it, was, it was kind of weird because the women I came across... I initially was, you know, basically pulling for me. And my wife was talking to a couple other women as well. Um, but it's just like, you know, sometimes the conversations, a lot of conversations go nowhere. And but they start to go somewhere and then people get flighty and everything like that. And I mean, it's just what it is. It's how it works. And it's like sometimes you just got to take it with a grain of salt. You know, you get some people that they get stalkerish and they'll, they'll badger a person. They're like, no, dude, other fish in the sea. Cast your rod out and go go again. And it just doesn't materialize. But, but a lot of the, the women I had talked to, it was in the thing of, like, I didn't keep my wife separate. Um, like, if I was FaceTiming with this, you know, the, the woman I was talking to, I would, my wife would be in the background. And she would talk and conversate. So, like, they were able to have a candor with my wife as well to, to see that, okay, yes, it is open. So, that put a lot of the women that I dealt with in a different place. They were a lot more comfortable with the situation because it's oh he he is he's married that is his wife they have a family life oh that's the daughter in the background and it's like you don't do this instantly it was this was after just that level that level of comfort was after a series of conversations and talking mm-hmm. and talking and talking extensive talking because again you gotta be thorough because again you're gonna be sharing a bed with someone um it it materialized into um uh, some good experiences for us we we didn't try and go for you know i we didn't try and go for the 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 typical you know the architect imagery of you know the the perfect unicorn the young girl you know the 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 young single girl that's like in the both and want to like be in the picture and not and not deal with anybody else and be like totally just with us mm-hmm. uh-uh, we didn't want that 
because again we're older now and we got kids and his priorities are different and it's like all right our life is our life so when we looked for you know when we looked for for people we looked for people that were in in the same situation with us in the sense where it's like okay they have children Mm -hmm. so they know that you have to have a, a certain level of responsibility in this situation because you have responsibility to your children uh, that was key for us as opposed to finding someone single it's not to say we reject to someone that was single mm-hmm. but we didn't want anybody young we wanted someone within our older you know within our range that's to the older the, range yeah yeah it's the truth I mean I mean, it's like dude man I'm not even gonna sugarcoat shit I'm not putting diamonds on dog shit on this like we want someone in our range that's live life you know what I mean that's, that's seasoned that's live life and and are immensely in a place where they want to be where they are comfortable with this mm-hmm. You know, all these things were important to us. So old stinking ass. You know, I mean, but hey, this is the same logic applies to you being young and you're a couple and everything. It's like okay, <laughs> you still want someone. You want someone who's in who's in a good place that has a a, a sense of direction. So it's not detrimental to to your your situation to to your experience. Because again, I mean, it it, it does it takes a lot to again share share a bed with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not something to be slighted or taken lightly. So, but the the experiences we had, it was the same thing. Like the people, the people that we dealt with, they were, you know, business professional and and had children and you know responsibility, bills, responsibilities, and all this stuff. And that's where we kind of we all met in the middle and and stuff. So it was always about having to juggle that situation of, oh, okay, I can get my kids out of the house this weekend. Can you get your kids out of the house this weekend so we can, you know, meet together type of thing? And that's that's what you had to plan, plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. And it's it, you know, it, it worked. And for, you know, for, for the most part it did. It worked. And we had some some fun times and some, you know, some fun experiences. We made a lot of cool friends um, that we're still friends with. And everything you know and and again it's like if you're if you're you have to have that level of comfort you know with your partner and and a level of a level of trust and everything and if you got that and if you're if you're patient and if you're attentive in a situation that can make for you know can make for some some good times some good times. That's how you make that work. Yeah, yeah. So, what about you gonna say, Joe? No, I, I'm just saying. I'm, am I telling my other sto- my story? Uh, before, yeah, before we get there, uh, we're gonna end the podcast on that one. But before that, <clears throat> you know, back to the idea of kink and BVSM and all that stuff mm-hmm. and all that. Now, what did you, what was your initial thoughts? And be real, right? Mm-hmm. When you seen the, I sent you that picture with me wearing the harness, yo. Fucking Xander Crabo. Oh hell, Lord Crabo! <laughs> I use the sword, man. Some, some gladiator shit, yo. Know, it's crazy, uh, but you know, I mean, dude, man, it's it's the thing. If with with, with people in in sexuality, you know, it's you you be free to explore yourself within the responsible responsible society means. Facts. But you know, no, no little children, no crazy shit like that. You know, or or doing 
torturous shit to cripple people. Like no dark, you know, you be kinky, but just don't, don't be on some fucking push, puts the lotion in the basket shit or it gets the whole shit. Oh, that don't Nick, do, Nick yeah. Cage, eight millimeter movie yeah, shit. Yeah, don't, don't do that shit. Don't, 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 don't get on that shit. That's just, just wrong levels. But, you know, I got a lot of friends that are, I got a lot of friends, especially here in the hometown, um, that, that move in those circles and they live happy lives just still you know respect young respectable responsible mm-hmm. individuals and everything like that but they, they explore whatever their level of kink is and and it's like now for me again i'm at the point where i'm i'm happy to settle in monogamy and focus on kids and, mm-hmm. and everything like that have a little bit of fun once in a while is nice but you know you get your responsibilities and everything you kind of you, you do you get to the point some people they they rock with it throughout you know, and some people are on that big love shit and everything, and it's like, you know, whatever floats your boat. But as long as you you take care of your priorities and mm-hmm. and everybody that's involved gets the proper love and respect, then um, it can be something, you know, it can be something fruitful. You know, I'm 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 definitely going against the contrary of marriage, you know, perspective of marriage. But it was one of the things where it's just like, okay, we I'm not now let's not poo poo this because I've seen the other side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen, we've, you and I both have seen the other side of it, you know, with infidelity and, and everything like that. So it's like, why, why exasperate it getting that situation where people or feelings are hurt and stuff like that? So why not try and go um, a, a clearer, a clearer, more uh, amicable route? But it's like, again, you got to put egos and stuff aside. Right. Um, egos and feelings aside, because they're going to be feelings. There's definitely gonna be feelings, and then it's like, okay, you have to handle those situations too. There's, there's, there's just definitely jealousy. It's like, all right, just there's another person on my person. Right. So, and they're doing things that I know. You know what I mean? It's, it is. That's the reality of it. It's the, you know, the porn makes it illustrious, but you know, when it's in front of you, it's like, all right, you, you have to have, a, you have to have that mindset and understand it, and um, you know, it's. Uh, again, you have to be, uh, you have to be respectful to all the parties involved, and you have to be accommodating. Mm-hmm. If you're the guy, right, right, right. If you're the guy, if you're, you know, if, if if you're the guy in the scenario, and you're looking after women, then that's that's one thing. If you're two dudes and you had a, a woman in the scenario, then like, dude, don't y'all guys don't be barbaric. One dude maybe a little bit barbaric, the other dude a little bit more attentive. Like. Balance it out. Just don't put them on a fucking shish kebab. Uh, the the fucking rotisserie spit. Shit. Rotisserie spit. Just don't rotisserie spit the girl. Give give her a little pleasure. Rub the pussy. Lick it. You know. Get get some of that shit going. Like, gotta give them a little something to just, instead of just. Rah, I've heard stories about that, and where just women are just like, oh, okay, I was just a piece of meat on on the rotisserie stick. You know, just just going around. I was that pig just being rotated around on the spit. Ah, uh, no, you can't do that. That's not good. That's not a good look. So. You know, again, give them that incentive. They're here for the they're here to party, so it's like okay, you gotta make the party lively. So, but um, yeah, you know, it's it's what it is. I would I would say that that's like my my bit of advice. And I mean, I know it's not for everybody, right? Um, you know, it's it's not. And so, you know, some people that know I are gonna be like, oh shit, like really, you just run it like that? I'm happy. Mm-hmm. My kids are healthy. My home life's wonderful. You know, I don't, aside from dealing with the day-to-day bullshit, going back and forth, work the traffic, stupid people on the road, shit like that, just get me on the minimal bullshit. When I come home and close the door, my kids greet me at the door with a smile, hey, 
all that you leave all that shit behind. You do not you try not to bring that shit in with you through those doors. Right. You know. And I have again, I mean I'm I consider myself blessed, you know. I enjoyed, you know, my single years and had a lot of fun and did a lot of things, you know. But then, you know, I was fortunate to find someone really special and to build on it and I mean that's my ace. Right. That's that's my you know, that's my love of my life and you don't cry right now, yo? No. All right. No. Come on now. Fuck <laughs> with you. But, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that, you know, it's the kids now that make me cry. You know, to see them, to to see them experience things, you know, unique things for the first time and everything like that sometimes gets me nostalgic. Like, my son, my son has just as much a big affinity for comic books mm-hmm. that I have, and this yeah, he is, does. Go be jack oh my joint, my B. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was showing him Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like Spider Man. My man yeah, ran away with yeah. the box. I said, Yo, yeah. all right, B. Yeah, he's a true believer, man, and I love it. They both are. My daughters too, and and um, but to to see him have that same enthusiasm that I had when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. you know. That shit, that shit's priceless to me. You know, that's the shit that kind of gets me like eh, 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 choked up. Shit, like I took him when I took him to go see Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he dude, I'm just the music came on and he was he got all hyped and excited. And I'm just like, eh, I'm not gonna cry. Eh, eh, eh. That's my boy, like that, that type of shit. That that makes a difference. That, that's awesome, bro. You know, and I mean, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm fortunate. Plus, my wife was there with me to experience that and share that and. You know, the games will be different for them when they get older, man. And in all honesty, I mean, you know, you're going to have to have that talk with them about sex. You're going to have to have that talk with them about dating and dealing with, you know, relationships and women and, and, and men and everything like that. Like the whole, it's going to be a whole different gamut now because, because of just the natural progression of things. So whatever wisdom I can kind of instill with them, you know, I can because, you know, when they grow up, who knows what route they want to take. I mean, shit, both of them decide they want to be nuns. I doubt it. You know, but I ask questions, I tell them the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to do that. You can't sugarcoat it, so um, that's how I look at it. Yeah. Salute, man. Yeah. So, back backtrack one thing before we get into your story, because... Uh-huh. All right, so all right, so the whole chest harness thing, right? Uh-huh. So I, of course, I sent it around to different women that I knew, right? Because I was oh. like, I just wanted to see the reaction. Right. Yo, everybody loved this shit. I was surprised. I was like, these people would be on some shit like, oh, what the, what you into? Dude, man. Yo, know, they man, was all with it. Shit. I was like, oh, snap, all right. You want some gladiator shit, man. And, and, and it's like, okay, like we, again, like we all, men and women, it's, and, and that's why I love, again, it's, an, I got to give another shout out to, to, to fucking Netflix and Nick Crow and them with that, that show Big Mouth, man. Like, it's the truth. Like we all have that little demon, that horny demon inside of us. The hormone monster. The hormone monster, and like it, it, it again, it's the driving force, and it, it can lead to some great things. It can lead to some really bad, fucked up, shitty things. So yep. it's like, okay, you just gotta learn how to balance it out. But to shun them, it to shun that 
I guess that other side of you that it's not it's not good to suppress it and shit like that to the degree. Like I said, again, you have to be respectful of the means to society, but I had no idea that I even had a side like this. I, mean, I felt like things here and there, but yo, one day something happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, I felt I was going down that road, bro. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, and if the party, if the party's involved, we're all happy about it. Then good on you. God <laughs> bless him. Do the damn thing. I'm out here with my Robin jersey and shit for a reason, yeah, bro. Seriously, <laughs> whipping out the nightstick. <laughs> oh shit! Oh. oh lord! Oh man! <laughs> So yo, what, tell me about the uh, the story, man. What happened, bro? Oh god. Okay, so this was this would be the last story. And this is when you know me and her we started um, we started kind of going forward with this and decided, okay, well maybe we could maybe we could find we I could go unicorn hunting basically, find a unicorn, find you know girls for a threesome. So I did did that, set out on OkCupid, and we got a couple of prospects and everything, and we met this 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 one girl. One, one woman I keep saying girl I'm sorry one woman she was um, she was definitely a woman because she was damn sure in the th- she was in her 30s she was attractive you know attractive sister very you know she had dreads and everything like that you know very very nice this was early on very early on and when we started doing it and started doing this and she was she was talking with me initially then she had started talking with my wife and Conversated back and forth, and you know, then it, you know, again with the booming, booming technology, FaceTime, you know, you're FaceTiming and everything like that. that's like this is what that's like FaceTime. The FaceTime should just came out. And that's what I said. That's how far back we're going with this. Um, <laughs> um, so you know, we we were you know we'd FaceTime and everything like that, and you know, FaceTiming could be fun, you know, doing certain things. So, and then then it was the thing of like. My wife started to have an issue with her because she was like, you know, she's a little weird for me. And she was like, oh, she smokes. And that's like, I'm not really crazy about that. So, you know, that's that's already a turn off right there. And um, he, she was like, you know, there's the, the, something about her. There's the, the vibe's just not right. But she was like, if you want to, you know, give it a go, you know, you can. I'm I'm not objecting, but I, she's just not for me. So me just being ramb- I, me being rambunctious, and I was. It was just like, all right, I'm going to, you know, I'll give this a shot. And and it was when it, after it was said and done, I should have just been like, yeah, you know what? I did the wife, into, women's intuition came through. I should listen to my wife. But I remember I went, I went down to go see her, and she she came out and greeted me, and she was walking her dog, and she had like a a a, a bulldog. She had a bulldog, and the bulldog had on a pink juicy couture. Uh, velour hoodie. I love this story. Continue. A velour yeah. hoodie. Yes. <laughs> so it's, she's walking her bulldog and she's like, oh my God, it's so nice to see you. And she's like, oh, you know, light and airy, happy go lucky and everything like that. Right. And I'm like, hell oh, yeah, hey, how you doing? She's like, oh, okay, well, she's like, I was going to go run to the drugstore. Do you want to go grab something? I said, yeah, I need to go buy some condoms. And she was like, oh, okay, great. Well, then let's go. So we go, and I go buy some condoms. And I buy the Trojan. The spermicide lubricant, John. So you all know those the Trojan boxes. That's the the blue John with the white writing. Right. So I'm there and I'm standing in the I'm standing in line to go up to the counter and then she's like, "Oh, I'm so excited to see you." The, 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 the dudes ring you up and I'm like, "Here, I I I put the box of condoms down with the ring hand and then he sees that she doesn't have any ring and he just looks at me like, "Wow, really, dude?" Like, and I'm like, hey, "Ring it up, bro." 
And then with May West versus like she, I had on a the Adidas shirt and it's the blue Adidas, you know, like the blue Adidas shirt, their their typical logo, mm -hmm. the blue and the white, which the colors match the Trojan box. So she's like, your shirt looks, your shirt colors match the Trojan box, and she does a stupid giggle, and the dude looks at me like, yo, you're about to go fuck this, oh, bro, <laughs> uh -huh. wow, man, you like a ditzy. He's like, wow, you like a ditzy, bro. And I'm just like, oh man, like, and it's like, you know, this was this was the first sign, so. <laughs> I get over there and then, you know, we go have a drink and um, I'm vaping. We're just mm. up. And we're there and we're on the bed and we're, you know, we're starting to fool around and everything. And I, you know, I'm, I'm kissing on her and kissing on her neck. And I, I you know, start the top and work my way down. And I'm going down on everything. And she's squirming, but it's not like the OCAM and pain squirming. Mm. It's the, oh, it feels good squirming. So, usually if that's the case, if you want to try and push that orgasm, that means you got to hold them up. You got to I got to do the manis. Put your arms up, wrap around, and like really bed down. That, on that the move that, that I've used because you told me that shit. Yeah, you got to do the manis. That's, yeah. that's one of my moves. It's a patented move, yeah, um, So, <laughs> you know, where, you know, you, you basically you do, you wrap your legs around and then, and then you know, put your the back of your wrists against the leg so it's like straight almost like a praying mantis's hand and you go that way you can kind of work your mouth around easier and they can't really close their legs and it helps push that orgasm out now waterworks all that shit whatever you want to go you're shooting for um so but again it's like okay you kind of have to read that sign if the woman's uncomfortable then it's like all right then you gotta switch it up change it up but she was responding to it. She was about to climax. So she's about to climax. She goes and pushes my head away and like scurries back, you know, like, like with her legs and everything, almost like a bug. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I look at her like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, you're about to make me come. I was like, yeah, that's the point. Like, this is, this is why we're here, you know? And she's like, I wasn't ready for that yet. And I was like, okay, fine. That, that's fine. And so then she proceeds to start to give me head. And, and it's, it's not bad. It's, it's I'm getting there and rising mm -hmm. up and everything. And it's like, okay, what are we about to really get into this? And it's, she had music playing in the background. And again, that's why I tell you, man, your music choice selection has got to be key. Oh, All right, you got to have some shit to set the mood. None of that freaky deaky shit. Throw eyes and buzz in between the sheets. A classic. Put it on there. Heat wave, star of the story, classic. Dig in the crates. Get some, throw some classics out. Get some fucking Teddy Prendergrass, Freddie Jackson. Look. Uh, so you say uh, no, no uh, Uncle Luke? Yeah, yeah. Yo, dig up, dig in, dig in the crates. Pull up some throwbacks. So Uncle Luke, you yeah. take that big fat booty. Yeah, yeah, you can't. No, you know that freaky shit. Like you gotta really set the mood because we we were we were doing. And then this one song came. I think it was like I was sure Night and Day came when I was like, oh, okay, I can kind of rock with that. Yeah, it was but, shit. But then the thong song con thong song came on right after that, and she's literally sucking my dick. She just goes. That's my jam, and then jumps up on the bed and starts dancing on the bed, and I'm like, "What the fuck is the uh -huh. like?" And I'm just like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, oh, seriously? Like, what are we? Wait, like, what? All right, okay. It's a night. I I just laid there on the bed, and my dick is like, man, what is this, man? Like, what is?" I'm like I'm like King Joffrey Joffer. What is this McDowell's? Like what what's going on? Like what the fuck is this? Like yeah. So she finishes and I'm like, okay, you done? You know? Can we go back to 
having sex. Right. And and when we get to him doing missionary, missionary first and missionaries is is good. And then she's about to climax again. Mm. And she rolls over on her side mm. and starts giggling. And I'm like, so then I go and I grab her by her hips and then I, you know, sling her up and we start doing a doggy style. And I'm, I'm in getting, I'm in my zone, in my stroke, and I'm like, okay, I know it's about to, to climax because you it's can feel it tense up. It's about to build. Down. Yeah. So she's about about to get there and like she, you know, is trying to squirm away. So I, you know, grab her by her dreads and I'm like, all right, you're not getting away this time. And she's right about to top off. And she just uh, like does like a like a, a fucking superhero barrel roll and sweeps her leg around like almost like like some fucking capoeira shit and like sweeps her leg around and I'm like what the fuck and like and I like jump back and then she goes and scurries to the corner of the bed and it's like fuck you you know fuck you then says my name and it starts like chuckling and laughing and I'm like what the fuck Ooh, is going good. like what is like. I don't, I don't, this, I ain't got time for acting, but on, we'll get you, but yeah, you know, hey, you know, sometimes you, you know, sometimes you, you pick a winner, you know, again, so listen to my wife, boys, listen to your wife, uh-huh. you get out there, you're out, you're out there, you're able to do some shit like this, listen to your wife, she got a bad feeling about it, listen to her in the question, listen to it, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I can't say that enough, so <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is killing me, so then she slinks back over to me. And I'm like, all right, and then she puts her ass back up and we start doing doggy style again. And again, I'm getting back into my mood and everything like that because all this stopping fucking my erection. You're like, we can't keep doing this. So I'm getting back into it and I'm getting back up again. And and I'm like, oh, finally, like we're, we're at a point where we're, we're in business. And I'm there and then all of a sudden, I feel something like wet sandpaper, like licking my nuts like licking the, the, the cradle of balls and licking my ass like rubbing against my ass and I'm like what the fuck is that and I'm doing dog style and I turn around and I had a step stool because the bed was really high so I put like my step stool like one leg up so I could Captain Morgan it and I look and turn around and the bulldog is in the, the bulldog is in the pink juicy glory hoodie and is licking my balls and I was just like, yo, you let your dog in the room? And she was like, what? what you, your dog's looking at my... Like, yo, that this is... No, that's... Stop. 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 It's over. That Stop. Stop. That was it. That was the straw. I the camel's back. I was like, oh, so, that's it. whoa. Yeah, whoa. I was like, up. Oh, that's it. No. See me to tell me. That's what I call doggy style for real. Oh, my God. Like, Doing was, was style. licking Ew. licking the salt, licking the salty nuts, bro. Oh, like, Oh, Ew. no. So, you know, and, and you know how like bulldogs make that slop. You know, they got them jowls. It's just all uh, like, uh, ew, man. Yo, you know, add, yeah, you know, man. I get the sound effects, y'all. People, you got to get the full that, experience. Man. You got to get the full That's experience, dude. It was just, man. I was just like, what uh, the fuck is that? Ew. Ah, the dog is licking my balls. No, ew. stop it. So, <laughs> oh. it was bad, man. Ew. So, Ooh. um. And I got went back home. I went back home, and God, it was just like, yeah, you're weird. right. I'm sorry, but she was just really, she was just really way too flighty, and I was like, wow, that's not, that's not gonna work. So, um, I went back to drawing board. Definitely did some more serious vetting, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, you know, for the next for the next outings out, and they were definitely a lot better. Well, I'm gonna give you a response to that story of my own story. Huh. Similar, 
Mm-hmm. So I was kicking it with this girl who lived in Grace Ferry, right? Mm-hmm. And again, I should have known better to kick it with somebody from Grace Ferry. Mm-hmm. But I was there. So, like, she had a dog, too. Mm-hmm. And listen, dog. Listen when I tell you this shit. Mm-hmm. So she she had two roommates. And the dog was in the spot. Mm-hmm. So we're, like, we're in the bed and we're getting it because the dog stayed in her room with her. Right. So the dog has his own bed in the corner. Mm-hmm. It's own little bed in the corner, man, with toys all around it. You got your own doggy, doggy paradise. <laughs> right. It's all over there for you, man. Uh-huh. So I'm on the bed, and, like, I think I'm, either, I'm doing missionary. No, not missionary kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm still on my knees, but I got, I got her, like, her legs hooked up mm-hmm. on me. Or my other dog can sell one of those, too. And I was you like. Will yeah, exactly. So I was doing my thing. Got all types of weird vernaculars for sex positions, y'all. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's, but it, it applies, you know what I mean? So. We're there, and I'm in the thick of it, making it happen. Mm-hmm. And I start to feel this, this feeling on my ass, <laughs> like this ticklish, like like I'm, like flies has like a a brush of some sort, mm-hmm. you know, like a little light, soft haired brush and whatnot. I'm like, yo, but I'm feeling, but you know, like you you can feel like somebody's nose near you, uh huh, right? So I was I was doing my thing, yeah, and I froze because I didn't know what was I didn't know what was behind me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, and I'm like, I, I feel more hair. I'm like, I know uh-huh. what that is. Uh-huh. So it's her dog. I'm like, shit. So yeah, the <laughs> so dog's name was Scout. And it's some shit like that. And she's, uh, I'm talking to her through my teeth. I'm like, yo, your dog is on the bed. Get the dog away from my ass. It's too, it's too close, right? She was like, oh, today like Scout. Get off the bed, get off the floor, choose, get off this bed. And then uh-huh. he don't want to because he was in the bed chilling. He said, because, right. you see, hey, these are my, my favorite humans right now. I'm uh-huh. on the bed. That's what's up. And she's like, no, go Let's the make bed. it a party. Yeah. <laughs> like, get off the bed, scout. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But graciously, like, because, because like, he was walking so close. The nose is right near the crack. I'm like, yo, please, God. <laughs> please not do this situation. Not have this situation, Well, I mean, bro. shit, no, honestly, they dogs being dogs, that's what dogs do because dogs sniff other dogs' asses. So he's yeah, like, man, yeah, hey, like, yo, this is a new experience. This is, this is, you know, this is XL. So, so whoa. She's like, as soon as she got him off the bed, I was able, able to breathe easy, man. <laughs> yeah, that was a yeah, wild man. experience, man. Shout out to, no, don't shout out to Grace Ferry. <laughs> don't shout out to that area at all. But yeah. But yeah, man, that's that life shit, man. You know yeah, what I mean? Man, it really, it really is, and it's, and I, I mean, I can look back and be like, okay, I can't be mad because, um, you know, again, like I had my fun mm-hmm. as a teenager, and I had my, I had my fun as a teenager, going to adult and and everything like that. It was, you know, it was, it was cool, and it was like, okay, good day to meet somebody and and you know, get into a relationship, and then. Still be able to, okay, okay, yeah, we're going extra innings. Whoa, shit. You know, like, I, you know, that's, I mean, knock on wood, that's awesome. And, it's, and again, I know it's not, it's not something for everybody, but, um, <coughs> I mean, in some situations, <coughs> it might be worth exploring mm-hmm. in certain aspects. Um, I'm sorry, y'all, for the coughing. We're here token up, my last toke. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's it's not for everybody, but again, if you're you have to be comfortable and you have to be um, understanding and um, appreciative and respectful of your other your partner, 
and and the people that you're bringing into this because like they're taking a step too like they're taking a big leap oh excuse me not just interacting with you not just interacting with you but also and it's like okay and you know your your wife too or mm-hmm. you know again however situation you have it if you're poly, you know polyamorous or um if you're in a relationship and you have like individual you know partners that you have you know Communication, communication. Is key. communication is key, man. That's the that's the big thing, man. You know, you talk and everything like this. So that way, nobody's mad at nobody, and um, you know, you can be happy and things can go smoothly. You know, mm-hmm. be responsible adults. All know, facts. So be responsible adults, and don't be uh, don't be stingy with love. Too many people are stingy with love these days, and um, mm-hmm. that doesn't help things. That only hurts. Yeah. We're up. That's my last little bit of zen for y'all. If my uh, if my good old Kezo came through, yeah. um, this episode is gonna be called, called "Family Ties," aka "Getting Kezo with High." Because <laughs> you know, just it just it's very uh, very accurate right now. Getting high Plus. with Lord Crabo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yo, this is this is wild, man. Yeah, like, man. Again, I never thought I'd be one wearing a chest harness out here. I'm like yo, cause like actually I looked up who 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 really wears them. Uh-huh. I was like, oh shit. But like, the reason why I'm wearing it is for a different reason altogether. But you know, shout, shout out to those who do wear yeah. the leather uh, chest harnesses in their community out there in them streets. Yeah. Salute to y'all. Be like I said, be happy, be safe, be healthy. That's right. Something like that, you know. Just like you know, that. Be, be adventurous within the realms of of respectful boundaries. Right. Don't be out here looking all crazy in the news one day. You don't respect right? the yeah, rules. Yeah. But yeah, man, there we go. Episode is finito. Peace and love. Yeah. Shout out to Philly. Hell yeah.